0: Justin, I'm paging you. I'm paging you from a new location. Come in, Justin. Come yeah. in.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm here. Uh, Scott, sorry, uh Peter, one sec, I'm on the phone. Oh, okay. Yep, yeah, okay. Cool. Yeah, what's up, Peter? Is this No, is Peter? Are you there? Yeah, I'm I'm here. Yeah, no, sorry. I'm I'm recording a podcast right now, but you were paging me. I see. I see the little joke here, Justin. I'm a, I'm paging
0: you from a brand new location. You oh, see,
1: not the phone. It is blind, not the
0: phone. So. Correct. Yeah. You know, we're on Discord. Got still, Discord Still Got it. on okay. Discord. Got it. Um, but no, I'm. I'm paging you from North Aurora. I've moved, and um, as our as our video watchers on YouTube.com/slash a bunch of random gibberish, <laughs> or if you just you know search Hitbox an exclamation mark, um, you'll see I'm in a different room. And you'll also see this is going to do nothing for our audio listeners. But what's happening? What's happening? Is my desk, like, rising? Do no, I have a standing I, I, desk now? I was now? like, I got I to gotta readjust this. <laughs> <laughs> I do. The box. <laughs> was waiting for it to, oh, it's coming. Uh, to find me. And
1: Abuya. Wow. Are you just podcast standing up?
0: I feel like this energy is kind of powerful. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, what's going on? Run, you know what I mean? Like, this is yeah. kind of... It's kind of it's free magic. and loose, actually. I don't, I don't dislike this at all. Yeah, I mean, and, you uh, could do that.
1: I wouldn't be able to stand still. I'd be like going back. I'd be rocking back and forth.
0: That's true. I, I will. Um, you know what? We're gonna bring it back down for today. Let me get the chair back. All right. And by the time it gets back down, like, my podcast will be over. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a little <laughs> bit slow. Uh, I'm just standing <laughs> above the waves here. Uh, yeah. So I, I got a new desk. Uh, built, built a desk recommended to me by you. Do um, we have the same desk. desk? It's a More or less, desk. I think pretty much the same desk. Yeah. If I put uh, my yeah.
1: desk, if I put my desk up right now, it'd, it'd unplug anything. It'd end the call. We'd have to redo this.
0: <laughs> just all the stuff would fall off your desk. Yeah, I figured that. Uh, so I thought about that, and I like I taped a bunch of stuff, like all the cords, like to the smart. bottom of it and everything. That's smart. Um, Yeah, because I was I was really worried about just like everything just like just immediately crashing down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, suns, uh, suns out in North Aurora. It's not true. It's been raining. Oh, jeez. Wow, it's that
1: far. Um, <laughs>
0: but uh
1: so what did you do like your first night out in the world alone with josh
0: uh i guess what do you mean okay so we went to a grocery store because we were like well we do need to get some food okay Uh, but we were like let's just get like food for tonight um and so like i feel like the great i've had a graduation like over this past weekend from being like i I used to be like you know like i'm like i'm an adult but not really you know what i mean yeah now it's like just straight up is adult yeah. Uh, and so the first thing we did was we bought a bunch of pizza rolls and. Um, Totino's? Yep, Totino's. Sponsor us, please. please and we, um, need it. Uh, 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 we bought ourselves. <laughs> did you know that they make um, pizzas that are actually like giant cookies? <laughs> Wait, like Totino's does? <laughs> no, no, it's like a, it's a different. It's the brand that's got like a gross ass mustache on the front. You know what I'm talking about?
1: Oh, uh, it's like, it's like the, some big mouth or something. Yeah. Right? Like, like yeah. there's
0: like the mouth cut out. It's that. Yeah. uh They make like a giant cookie pizza. And so we were like, let's buy this. We were okay. like, let's, let's do this. Haven't had the pizza yet, but we had the pizza rolls. Did uh, you air fried okay. those suckers? And you air. Okay. I
1: was going to say like that. That's the real test about like, if you're really an adult, how did yeah. you prepare them? And no, let me tell air you, fried. you air fried it. That is as adult as you can get.
0: Uh, I got a question for you, Justin. Air fryer or microwave? Like, which, If you had to have one in your house and could not have the other, which would you choose? Microwave. Um, Oh, interesting. Yeah, the reason I
1: say that is because I feel like every time I start my air fryer, it might explode.
0: Oh, it (laughs) sounds like a plane is taking off. It's not a pleasant sound.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, Um, And I can't, like, one of the things I've been for the past two or three months just eating every day, soup. It'd be really hard to heat up my soup in an air fryer
0: i guess my question is like it probably would take too long to prepare on the stove huh
1: yeah yeah i mean but like that's the thing like everything that you could do in an air fryer you can do with something else right
0: well i guess i gotta quit if you without a microwave but an air fryer if you put like a bowl of soup in the air fryer it'd probably work right maybe would it make it crunchy Crunchy, it's hot air, my friend.
1: Yeah, I want to just make it like nice and because most of the stuff I put in the air fryer gets more crunchy.
0: It gets gets a nice crisp to it. So with yeah. my
1: soup, like I, like I'm eating glass. <laughs> <all this. laughs>
0: <laughs> you got to break the top like it's like a creme brulee. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, now that you say that, <laughs> that actually doesn't sound bad. With like like a nice tomato soup, just like a layer Ooh. of tomato on top. Ooh, it's gonna like crack up in there, and then you get yeah. a crustini on the side. What's your What's your go to soup? Well, so the
1: soup I've been making is uh, I like meal prep at the beginning of the week. So I I make a bunch of chicken breasts, Then I use the stock and I like make soup with Mm -hmm. with that Mm -hmm. stock. So I have like soup and chicken all week. But um, it's actually like if I have a choice, it's butternut squash soup. It's like a creamy like golden color and nothing like eating just a whole loaf of bread and just dunking that right in there. Not even a spoon, not even Mm -hmm. spoon territory with this soup.
0: Wow. Wow. I'm a, I'm a cream of chicken kind of guy, Ooh, um, okay. or I mean, like I know, like I'll say this: people love to like people love to to call this sort of soup habit very basic, as I've been told. But the Panera cheddar broccoli soup in a bread bowl, nothing like it, nothing like it. You ever have it? Nothing. Yeah, like have, it. I've had it before. I have a problem with Panera, though. I mean, I have many problems with Panera, but tell me yours. Oh, I just don't
1: like taking out a mortgage when I get soup in a sandwich. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, it's like it's like that'll be eighty dollars, and you're like, oh, huh? Excuse <laughs> me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've been talking about this for way too long, but hey, it's Hitbox, so we, you know, talking about food is our whole thing. On the side from talking about video games, it's Hitbox. <laughs> going on everyone welcome back to hitbox episode number one hundred and nine my name is peter aurora boy Spitek. joining Ooh, me as always the aurora
1: boy himself i like
0: that although i'll say like it's not totally accurate because it is north aurora which i found out is a different town um oh I just you, you don't that, mess like, those two
1: up you don't want to start that that feud
0: i guess not but like as a north auroran like i'm here saying like it's all good everyone. i'm just gonna say
1: like i'm from south woodridge from now on I like that. Until like that until they stop me. Until they stop me. I'm like, oh, I'm only paying my, my South Woodridge taxes right now. I, I'm not part of the Woodridge tax.
0: Well, I, I always thought like when people were saying, like, oh, North Aurora, I just thought they were being specific about wearing Aurora. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no, it's actually it's not, I like, didn't know that I didn't, either. You I taught didn't realize me something right town. here, right now.
0: Yeah. Well, joining me as always is my good friend, uh, Justin Makovich. How are you, man? I'm, soup I'm, weather coming up. Did you say soup weather's coming up? Yeah, it's almost fall.
1: Yeah, true. Um, uh, my fiance decorated our house with fall oh. uh, attire, and the, the attire is that what you call it? F- de- decor, de- decor. De- decor. But the best thing about it are the the um the apple can- scented candles, the apple and cinnamon oh. candles. That's just everywhere. You just get this like nice, nice smell. Uh, it really covers up the uh, the uh, pressure cooker chicken I make every week when that <laughs> has to deal with it. Uh, but no, it's like it's like really great, and it's like. She she did a smart thing and decorating. She decorates for fall. Then we okay. get Halloween. Then you get that little in between when you can mm-hmm. go back to fall if you want after Halloween, right before Christmas, and then you get the yeah. Christmas moment. Um, because if you just waited, if we just did Halloween right now, as all the stores seem to want you to do, yes. you miss out on fall. And I gotta say something. If I didn't have to work during fall, like if it wasn't associated with like going back to work, yeah, be my favorite my favorite season
0: the The few weeks of like, I guess November probably is one of my favorite months of just like that lead-in, like from fall to winter, just like yeah. cold, but yeah. like still got the beautiful fall colors. You know, what I would mean? say October, and then, and then you get the first bit of winter. What's that? October for is me, your favorite month. Yeah, yeah, it makes it just sense. Like a
1: solid. It's solid.
0: Gets to wear like jackets. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. Costumes. You can pull Pum- that pumpkin
0: out. spice. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, I had, um, speaking of food, by the way, this is slowly going to like turn into a food podcast. Yeah, yeah, It will no longer be video games, but I had, um, an apple cider coffee. Oh
0: yeah. And Pete's great.
1: coffee in downtown downers. Always be plugging, always be sponsoring. We're open for it. We're um, open for
0: it. Dots pretzels. Dots I pretzels. Made an, I made another still... move. Oh, you did? I did. I did DM them being like, what do we have to do? Like, what are we like? We're just, just gonna keep this dance like, going.
1: All they like, I mean, I'd take money, but if they just send like a bag of pretzels,
0: that's the thing. Just hook us up with some pretzels, and like we'll talk about it on the show. I like, put like it, we already do. You, do you
1: see where that that stock photo of that dog is on that frame behind me? Yes, I see that. I would that. literally just put that bag of Dots pretzels there.
0: I have all sorts of room on these Look shelves. At that. Yeah, me. you got
1: shelf that that is that is prime sponsors. T- you can be like a grocery store, and you can like like have different levels, and they can purchase yes. those.
0: Yeah. Um, but Dots pretzels was potentially not interested. <laughs> Did they say uh, no? No, but they said, like, here's what we require for, like, corporate sponsors. And I was like, uh-oh, we are not that. <laughs> <laughs> well, they responded, you know? Yes, yes. Well, they know pl- me. That's a like, yeah. yeah. Right. It's a thing where, like, we definitely do not meet their requirements, but it's like, listen. Yeah. Like, you're going to say no to us. <laughs> do you me, know who I comment. We are? On, do you know who I am? I comment on every single one of your posts, Dots Brazles. Um, this has gotten so far away from us. We're going to talk about video games. We're going to hit the news before we do. We're going to talk about what's been coming out. Uh, but here's a quick preview of the news. Ubisoft is really all over this week, kind of being the central studio. It's, you know what? The main character of the week has been Ubisoft. Let's say, um, Jim Ryan is pretty upset over the future of call of duty and Splatoon is selling like crazy. We're gonna talk about all that and more, um, in a little bit here before we move on, just a quick reminder. Go ahead and join us on discord link to that is in uh, the description of this episode. Go ahead. And if you're interested supporting us on Patreon, head on over to patreoncom slash hitbox pod $1 a month, $3 a month, whatever you, whatever you find in your heart. Uh, if you do, donate $3 a month though, like Jane or David Parker, um, I called him David Parker. That seemed like a little too formal. Dave Parker. <laughs> he goes by Dave. Uh, Mr. Parker. Yes. Uh, Mr. Parker. Uh, yeah. It's like Mr. Dave, Mike on Twitter or something. Whatever, you know what I'm saying. Um, uh, 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 like they do, they are deluxe podcast producers. They're getting an extra 30 minute bonus episode every single week, every single week. And you could do, and you could be doing that too. Um, if not, that's all good. Just go ahead and you know give us a little rate on your podcast player. Give us a follow on Twitter at Hitbox Pod. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can see all sorts of pod clips, see our faces, that sort of stuff. Um, just let's talk about them. Let's go over to the Metacritic Roundup. What do you think? Let's do it. Metacritic Roundup. This week, we got two things. we got Metal Hellsinger. This is the game that is um, it's been it's been kicking around at a lot of these showcases. It is um, like a first person shooter. Doom Eternal Doom 2016 type game. Um, that is uh, like the score to it has been done was written by all sorts of like super super famous um, metal musicians people like I think they had like Ozzy Osbourne no they didn't it was Serge Tankian I confused the two Um, from System of a Down um And I mean, it's just a lot of of excellent musicians in there uh, doing the soundtrack. So it's if that's your thing, uh, go ahead and check it out, because I think it's on Game Pass uh, or will be on Game Pass when it launches on September 15th. Uh, Right now on the Xbox Series X, it has a Metacritic score of 80 on the PC. It's got a score of 79. And on the PS5, there are are no there's only one review, so there's not a uh, score on Metacritic. But um, what do you think, Justin? Is this the sort of thing that you are going to pick up or would pick up? A rhythm shooter is an interesting
1: concept, I think, um, yeah. but I, I think I'm, I, I'm not going to say like when I played Doom, I was unhappy with the music. I wouldn't say that. You didn't was like the, it
0: though, did you? Yeah,
1: I didn't need it. You know what I mean? Like I yes. didn't like, that wasn't like part of it. So I think with this, like if you were into like metal music, then great. Like I think this would be pretty awesome if you like that in shooters, but like I'm okay with shooters and i'm just not into metal or music in yeah. general so like i don't need to do it but i mean it looks pretty cool and i mean this, this the you know scoring a 79 to an 80 is not a not a bad, bad season uh,
0: uh what about you are you, you playing it uh probably not um uh same, same similar sort of thing i mean like i might i don't know maybe i'll try this uh especially because it's on game pass which just makes it so easy to just like you know pick yeah. up and boot um, it up
1: I mean, yeah. I said that about, um, doom eternal. Cause that was on, when I played, it was on game pass, played it oh, for, sure. I mean, t- 15 minutes and I was like, Oh, this is the level of game I, I'm playing right now. <laughs> nice yeah.
0: Time. I remember you just thinking that like, you know, no shame for this. Like this is just w- how you felt about it. Like you said it was, it felt kind of like embarrassing. Like it's just very much like this is what people think video games are. Yeah, like, exactly. Yep. Yep, um, yep. Yep. It's like, which it's like, like, I,
1: I do understand, but the Duke Nukem's of the world. Like when, when people are thinking of like video games and <laughs>
0: yes, yes.
1: Um,
0: so there you go, Metal Singer. If that's your thing, uh, go ahead and check it out. Again, it comes out on September 15th uh, and it's on Game Pass and then also like Xbox Series X, PS5, and PC. Um, the other thing here we have is Splatoon 3 on the Switch scoring a respectable 84.
1: Ooh. Justin,
0: uh, I know we've both been playing it, but before we talk about like our thoughts in general, Nintendo just straight up. Uh, made made a blog post about its sales and um that is like not super common but uh, on the japanese uh, nintendo site um they posted a just a blog post titled domestic sales of splatoon 3 for nintendo switch surpassed 3.45 million in the first three days so that is a lot of units um to sell in three days, and I think again it's domestic, so I imagine that is um just in Japan. Yeah, I, I, I think this is just in Japan, and like Splatoon is a is a
1: phenomenon in Japan. I mean, I, it think really? it's, I think it's popular here, but like from like like it is just huge. Sure, uh, and I, I think you know we can talk about this later, but like you have. Call of Duty as a franchise that is like one of like the most successful franchises and they have like a new iteration every year of that game um or every other year it seems but like yeah. uh this game I think the fact that it, it's Splatoon 3 second Splatoon game on the Switch and it's still selling this good this soon I think is amazing
0: it's just one of those things though right about like yeah you can you know Call of Duty is so popular and they're turning these things out you know every 12 to 24 months, you know, Um, but like with Splatoon or or other games of this kind, like you have time to miss it. Yeah. You have time to anticipate like, oh, my gosh, Splatoon three is coming because the last one came out in what, like 2018, probably before that, 2017. Maybe
1: It it was like close to launch. I thought I thought it was one of the well, maybe no, it wasn't because when the Splatoon Joy-Cons came out, I was really into getting those. But um, yeah,
0: it's funny you mentioned that, Justin. Um, I've got with me right here. Uh, the Splatoon 3 Nintendo Switch OLED. I imagine this does Ooh. not look very good on the camera. And I saw me t- um, I was
1: like twice. I saw me like twice. Ooh! I you first like, held it up bag. for a half a second. I was like, it looks dirty. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it's got the nice uh, the little uh, uh graffiti on the back. Uh this mm-hmm. thing's cool. And hey, the Nintendo Switch OLED is um Oh, that's right. Pretty <laughs> sweet. It is pretty sweet. It's the first time I've really played one. Um And I think with this game in particular, with just how colorful it is, uh, the OLED really makes it pop. But um, hey, I've been playing Splatoon 3. Have you been playing Splatoon 3?
1: I have also been playing Splatoon 3.
0: What do you think? Have you played Splatoon before? I played Splatoon 2 in college with my roommate. Um, I did not own a Switch at that time. And he was like, you try this out. And I thought it was pretty fun. But other than that, never touched it.
1: Okay, so you've never like owned it, owned it, or anything like that. Nope. Um, so uh, I played Splatoon 2 when it came out. I was excited because just with how things worked, I kind of missed Splatoon 1. Um, and then Splatoon 2 came out. I was like, all right, I'm going to get into this. And I got yep. into it um, as much as I can get into a, a multiplayer video game. Yeah. Uh, and I liked it a lot. And um, the, the game itself just kind of fizzled out after a while. Uh, they mm-hmm. stopped supporting it. Um, so when Splatoon 3 came out, I was actually really excited for it, uh, because just having a a game like that, uh, that, you know, you can just get a very quick, casual action, um, Like a Splatoon game, it's fun, and I feel like you don't have to be the most accurate, the best shooter, the best whatever to have fun in it, and Mm -hmm. there's so much gameplay in it um, from the different modes that they have to the different uh, uh, types of games to the single player to anything like that, so I was really excited about Splatoon 3, and uh, I am still to this day very excited and happy with Splatoon 3.
0: I was gonna say the way you said that makes it sound like you haven't played it. You have though, right? Oh yeah, yeah, I did. I, I, was, I set my journey
1: up. I was setting the scene, that gotcha, set gotcha, the gotcha, stage gotcha. for where I was with it. And um, I, I think the criticisms to, that some people were saying is it's just like it's more Splatoon. Um, it just seems like a, a new coat of paint on the Splatoon, which is ironic because of the paint. But yeah, I like that. Um, and yes, it is more Splatoon. But I think it's great, more Splatoon.
0: <laughs> but it's also that thing, right? About like, well, we we missed Splatoon because it's been like five years since the last one came out. Like,
1: yeah, it was twenty seventeen. Uh, by the way,
0: too, I just okay, sure. Oh, yeah, so that's first year of the Switch. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, right. Like, um, well, we ha- we've had time to miss it, and so getting more of that is still like exciting. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, so I've never played them uh, any of them before, but or like owned one, like really like gotten into it. Um, but it seems like there's a lot to it um and like it offers a lot more maybe than the other games did no um, not really so again i haven't played splatoon 1 to
1: to be uh, up on this yeah but they it's pretty much the same game um i even went back to play splatoon 2 before this because there's apparently like a save transfer thing but then it was on my old switch and i didn't feel like doing all that sh- it yeah. wasn't worth it to get a fucking t-shirt or whatever it was <laughs> um but uh it's the same it's just fresher
0: <laughs> i like that talking about and, squids and in octopus and whatnot Yeah, that's
1: and, fun. And, and they're all like fresh people but um I, there's a certain differences some slight changes but like it is just the best version of splatoon to play and when i went back to play splatoon 2 uh getting a match hard and sure. when I got into a match, I've never been so overwhelmed <laughs> by like other people because yeah. I think people still playing Splatoon 2 are like in the Splatoon 2. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I uh I, I think this game is is pretty much a plus of everything the old Splatoon 2 was, with mm. the only like new and notable exception. Did you play the Tetris game?
0: No, but I saw that I've got a bunch of cards for it, and I was like, I'm going to look at this later.
1: Yeah, what is the name of that, of the game? It's like a... Uh, I don't know. I have not touched that yet, but that's one of these... The thing about this game, it's almost so overwhelming when you first get it that there's so much different stuff that you can really, like, dive deep and engage in. Yeah. And when this came out on Friday, I was like, oh, there, I don't know what to do. <laughs> like, part of it was like, I got I to gotta level up multiplayer so I can open a, up a couple other things, but the single player is really good in this game. Um, have you gotten deep into that?
0: Um. So I didn't know... So, like... Uh, because of my move, um, I have not had a lot of time for video games. Believe it or not, what? Um, but yeah, I know crazy. Life gets um, in the way. Life uh, 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 gets in the way, um, <laughs> or whatever Doctor Ian Malcolm said in the classic film
1: Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. Dominion. Lost in space.
0: I like that. I would watch that. Dinosaurs I mean, in space. Come on. If, if, okay. On. Side note:
1: Jurassic Park could team up with any property. What would it be? Fast and Furious. Oh my God! Did they be chasing <laughs> the Raptors. Vin Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. I need to see this right now. <laughs> what was your answer? Oh, I, I I was going to say like something stupid like Star Wars or something like that, but like no one needs that. People. Fast and, and Furious is pretty good, right? Fast I, and Furious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: um. Yes. Uh, uh. Uh. No, but but Splatoon. Like, I uh I I haven't had a lot of time to play it, but like. I have been trying to do as many matches as I can, and then I wanted to get to the Salmon Run thing for our Patreon exclusive bonus episode. And then um, also, I was like, oh, I should probably check out this campaign. So I've done like three or four levels in it. Um, for me, it's not anything I'm super into at this point, but like, hey, who knows? So this it is sounds gonna, like it gets better.
1: This is gonna sound like the the Xenoblade Chronicles three player in me coming out, but like, did you get past the first world? <laughs> oh no. Okay. No, I did not. <laughs> so it, it'll it'll open up and be less linear after a while. It's still like tutorializing a lot of the stuff, but like eventually you have a lot more choice with how you go about it. Um and they I think it's dumb how they do that too, because it was it played so similar to the original. The, mm-hmm. I guess Splatoon 2 single player story with how it kind of like went but then once you get to the open world aspect of it, it turns into the um, Octo Expansion type of situation where like you start in and you get to choose what weapon you're gonna use and some weapons are like the harder oh, weapons and stuff. Oh, okay, cool. Um, and then you have more d- d- like choice. Do you want to like go to the next world or do you want to like undo the fuzzy stuff in the whole place and like get power-ups and stuff? So mm-hmm. it does open up in a way that is much more satisfying with upgrades and all this other stuff once you get past that initial thing but it goes on long enough what you did that i think a lot of people might just start it and be like i'm good
0: because that's the thing it feels like you do that initial tutorial and then you know you get put into splatsville which is a great name nintendo by the way has always has great names for their cities like new donk city come on splatsville Um, splatsville i love that uh, um, I can't think of another city. Me neither. Um, Just those two, I guess. But <laughs> but they're good. <laughs> but, but damn it, they're great. Hyrule, uh, Hyrule, come on. Uh,
1: Kong Island is that one?
0: Donkey Kong, Don, the Donkey Donkey Konga. Anyway, uh, you do that tutorial and then you you know get thrown in there, uh, and it feels like that's it. And then you do more of the campaign. And it's like more tutorial, and it's like, oh, I, I imagine like what you're saying. It would be very easy for someone to bounce off of that and yeah. be like, oh, yeah. I, no, I kind of get what this is about. Uh, but but I will then continue making it. To, I will make sure that I and the, keep the, with that. They have but. some really cool objectives, too,
1: in it. Like one of them, there was a big like Easter Island face and it's mm. like paint me. And you oh, have to like paint fun. it like as much as you could. <laughs> That's kind of like, fun. Yeah, and like there it was just like uh, there's enough differences in what you have to do from match to match or from level to level that it yeah. makes it unique and it's really clever. And I and so far from where I got I'm enjoying it more than Splatoon 2s.
0: Okay, well there you go. Yeah. Um I'm I'm enjoying it uh, a lot. Uh, I immediately turned off the motion controls. <laughs> you turned
1: <laughs> Oh, you did. You did. You turned them off.
0: Yeah, it's just like yeah. I'm way more accurate <laughs> using so the... So, how are you playing it? A uh, handheld. I haven't been able okay. to set everything up yet. So,
1: I mean, I, I, this, I think this is the great debate about Splatoon. Do you motion control or do you stick it? Um, and uh, I think if you get past that initial motion control hump, it mm-hmm. is much easier to do. Um, so, basically, like, for mo- you, you, the joystick will control left and right. Motion controls can kind up of, like, frame aim yeah. everything. So, I, like, put the sensitivity as high as possible for the motion controls just so it's like i barely move the switch when i'm playing it handheld to do it and it mm-hmm. kind of works better for some of the finer shooting things sure but there's still the moments when i still get like turned around or like if things are getting really intense like it's bad enough with my shooting skills when i have like like joysticks but like when it's the motion controls I'm like, nah, nah, and i'm like moving everywhere definitely don't win those battles but um the game itself is not super accurate like y- you can no, be but like no. you don't but- have to be Um, and like I think it's fun enough no matter how you want to play this game with the weapons that you play that if you want to just paint the ground and roll around you can if you want to like attack people and go for kills then you can do that too and there's some fun in it but yeah I don't know if there's a a wrong way to play it but um, either control scheme actually works I think
0: yeah it's such a unique idea though you know of like well what if you made a shooter where like the goal is not like you can you know go and do death matches and whatever but like the goal is to paint the stage yeah yeah. Uh, and it's weird too. Like, it's a weird game, man. <laughs> like, yeah. in a way that, like, I really appreciate it. it and it's funny because it's like, I don't know, not the type of shooter that I think would really get, get, green, get greenlit anywhere else. Like, I, yeah. I re- would really not see something, someone like Sony doing this or, or, um, maybe, maybe Microsoft with how their Game Pass model has been working with their first party studios. But, like, it is just such a unique, um, it's a unique idea, and, and I think it's very charming, and, like, with the fact that it's all, like, about, like, graffiti and, like, style and stuff like that is something that I personally can really, really get um, into, and, um, yeah. Uh, I've also found, though, that, like, uh, I rem- I'm i winning, like, 10% of all matches I, I hop into, uh, and then we just get steamrolled. Uh, Every other time, which is a little frustrating, but I imagine like as I find my stride, like I'll probably be able to do better and maybe help us win. But I don't know. I feel like I'm not necessarily the issue there. I do feel like it's a little random sometimes,
1: like, uh, with just how the, the flow of a match goes, specifically when you're just doing random matchmaking and stuff, yeah. um, it can be like the other team is like in danger and there's like 30 seconds left and they have like, most of the map is like filled with your color. And then all of a sudden, like your team gets wiped and all of a sudden you've lost and you're like, hey, yes. Huh. Yeah. And it doesn't necessarily always make sense, like how that, that flow can kind of go. Um, but again, I, I, Maybe this is the wrong way to play it. There's no wrong way to play video games. Um, unless you're playing Dark Souls, then every way you want to play is wrong as the fancy. <laughs> say. <laughs> but, um, like, I, I feel like the point is not to win all the time. It, like, that, I don't feel like I need to win to have fun and enjoyment in it. Um, yeah. Whether it's, like, trying a new weapon or just, like, you know, being more proficient at, like, inking stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. that sounds weird I said that out loud. But um, Painting
0: it, stuff, maybe? Yeah, <laughs>
1: sure, sure, sure. Or splatting yeah. everywhere. Uh, yeah. Is that worse? Uh, keep going (laughs) okay um but i feel like um it is still like almost cathartic to play in like in a in a relaxing way as you're just like splatting everywhere and the sound is just so again i I gotta watch these words here but it's just a juicy squishy sound that like i know (laughs) know it sounds like a disgusting way to describe it but like it just feels right
0: but i mean like i i do i think that um there's something to it where it's like not like the matches are so short that like whether you win or lose, I don't know, like I'm not like really mad about it either way, you know. Um, and the fact that it's not even like, you know, there is combat in it. You know, you're shooting guns and stuff. But the the fact that the objective is not necessarily to, to kill people, but to like paint stuff does give it that like sort of just relaxing, like, you know, we're sitting down, going to play some low stakes video games yep. like um, that that is just like based around being fun. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. You can tell when you're playing against a squad. Like, if you're just you playing with randoms. You can absolutely atoms. tell, because it'll be like, at the very end, it'll be like, who's got the most... I like the way that it's like, who won? Who won? What do you guys think? Who won? And it'll be like, 90 to 10. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah, no, yeah. they won.
1: And like, you can always tell when you got destroyed, because obviously the map, you see the map, but like, it'll like put like, uh, like show you both almost competitive to a little bit. Yeah. And yeah. And then one time I did it, it was like 8% for each of us. and I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and it ended up being like, I think nine to, to uh, 91. I was like, Just well, destroyed. I, uh, we had a really try there, huh? That's awesome.
0: That's really funny. Uh, so there you go, Splatoon. I'm sure we'll be talking about it more uh, in the coming weeks here as we play some more. Uh, and, again, we'll be talking about it more on our Patreon-exclusive bonus show uh, this week. Bonus show. Yeah, head on over to patreon.com slash hitboxpod and go ahead and be a $3 deluxe splat podcast producer. Splat a like for producer. us or
1: splat a, splat a subscription. Or... Go ahead and
0: splat that like button. Yeah. Um, Squish
1: it all over the keyboard.
0: Ugh. Okay, moving on. Let's talk about Disney. Ugh. <laughs> speaking of squishy speaking of speaking of ugh, disney yuck i'm kidding they're fine um they just get to, they own everything so the d3 the d23 expo i don't know what the 23 stands for but the d23 expo happened this uh past week uh and so they had their first ever disney and marvel sh- uh, games showcase which i thought was kind of uh, interesting uh hosted by the way by blessing at aoye jr guy's great I'm a oh, big I fan. Mean, I,
1: yeah, he, I thought he was great. Um, the actual stream itself was done, like, pre-recorded, but then he had a yes. few interviews afterwards, and I thought he's a great interviewer, so go blessing.
0: He is, I mean, he is just a really, really solid, um, I think, like, voice in, in the gaming space. Deceptively
1: tall. I don't know, like, I, like, is not, he? I, yeah, he, well, I mean, he's, just, I, I don't know, you see a head on a screen, and they see him standing next to other humans for the first time, and you're like, oh, I, I just assumed you were short. <laughs>
0: All right, blessing at Junior height. Um, oh, he tweeted out, I will never reveal my height. And then okay, someone commented. You know someone I'm commented come to your new
1: studio opening with a tape measurer. Say not even say hi, get that tape measure out and then leave.
0: Uh someone commented so he said, you know, uh, not announcing my height, and someone said, I can feel that 5'7 energy from here. Wow. <laughs> it's okay, blessing. Short king it up, you and me, man. <laughs> Uh, Anyway, so at this Disney Expo, like I, there was nothing here. It was so crazy seeing people on Twitter, like before this thing, being like, "I'm, you know, we're gonna see Spider Man, we're gonna see Wolverine, we're gonna see Midnight Suns," and I'm like, "Yo, we are seeing one of those, and it's gonna be Midnight Suns." Like, you're out of your mind if you think that Sony is gonna let Spider Man and Wolverine be showcased at a non-Sony, non-PlayStation event, right? Like, that's just, um. Buffoonery, in my opinion. But so uh, this was, in my opinion, a skip it showcase. So uh, the two big headlines here are that uh, min- Marvel's Midnight Suns um, finally has a new solid release date. Uh, it was going to be getting, uh, being released, when was that? A few times. It's, it's been delayed a few times. Uh, but now we are set on a December 2nd release date. We will see if it sticks there, but uh, December 2nd is when you can tentatively expect
1: it was one of those situations game. where I, I thought for sure, um, it was coming out next year. <laughs> like, and then they're like, and then well, they were vague
0: about it. Right. Yeah. Didn't,
1: didn't one of us have it on our fantasy.
0: We did, but then they delayed it and then they were like in to Q4. Yeah. 20, and, and, Q4 of this year, which could be, you know, January, February. i still not going to pick that up. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, no, it also just doesn't look like a game that I would particularly get a lot out of, but that's just my personal taste. Um, so there you go. That will be coming later this year. And then the other big thing is that Amy Hennig, uh, I think she was the writer and creator of uncharted. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, they revealed her new, her studio's new game. Um, they don't have a title for it, but it is, um, about Captain America and black Panther fighting in world war II, which seems really cool. Um especially if it's going to be one of those, you know, more cinematic narrative-based games. I mean, she has quite the resume in terms of like um you know, like making those sorts of games and making really high-quality versions of those. So like that is an interesting enough setting for me to be pretty much in without any other information.
1: Yeah, I mean, so the the stuff that was that kind of given away from it is that it's four main characters. You have Captain America, um, you have uh, some like, I uh, forget the name of the, the, the character, but it's like some like military guy probably shoots gun pretty well. So uh, you have
0: his name is Gabriel Jones. Gabriel uh,
1: Jones. A
0: U.S. soldier and member uh, member of the Howling Commandos.
1: Ooh, I mean, I don't know what they do, but like if you're called the Howling Commandos, you must be a badass.
0: Yeah, that was uh, Captain America's team in the first Avenger.
1: Oh, I thought they were the Howling <laughs> Chimpanzees. Can you imagine that? What What are you talking about? (laughs) What are you
0: talking about right now? (laughs)
1: Let's just just imagine if like some like elite U.S. military squad was called the howling chimpanzees. Like,
0: like, let me say this, Justin. Yeah, that would be funny. Hey, what are you talking about? Are you tired? I'm tired. Can you feel we like we're tired? All right. (laughs) Um,
1: Uh, yeah okay so uh you have the names (laughs) in front of you right because i don't want to guess these next the next ones yeah
0: let me let me read these through (laughs) so you've got uh steve rogers also known as captain america you've got um gabriel jones a u.s soldier and howling commandos member you've got um azuri which is t'challa's grandfather um and t'chaka's father if you're Really going through the whole lineage there, uh, who is like the the Black Panther during you know 1940s. Um, and then you have uh Nanali, who is a leader of the fledgling Wakandan spy network. So, like, there's enough there that like those four characters seem to, like they would probably have like you know different enough gameplay mechanics that um, I think it could be kind of cool. You know, you've got a spy, you've got um. Uh, for for like you know more like espionage stuff you've got more of a probably traditional shooter sections with um gabriel jones you've got maybe more stealthy stuff with black panther and then you've got more like brawler stuff with captain america um i'm into all of this like i am i'm into this setting i'm into the the creators behind this like i like the the pitch for this i'm into it what do you think
1: yeah, so I'm worried about four characters that have different play styles to them. Um, it, this immediately takes me back to Marvel's The Avengers, um, and it's not that I'm worried about this game with its single-player. I'm sure Amy Heddington is going to be good, but like if you remember, it wasn't necessarily the story about Marvel's The Avengers that was the issue. It was that with all the yeah, different playstyles styles and characters, it was kind of like, I don't feel like any of these characters has necessarily like been perfected to a way that they feel great. So, I mean maybe they will be more similar than like what they did were in like Marvel's Avengers in terms of like their gameplay. But I don't know. I, I just, I, I would just be worried about the four playable characters and watch like Gotham Knights come out and it'd be a, you know, a, a 90 out of a hundred score. And it's awesome. And you get to play all those. Hey, it's my, I drafted it, it better be. Don't give me that face.
0: I, okay. <laughs> be the best game ever. I um, trust you.
1: But it's almost like one of those things. Like, I don't know if I need a game that has these four playable characters in it. Um, like I, I prefer just having like that one gameplay style and really like diving deep into that for a, a story based game like this. So Sure. I that would be the one red flag, but other also the red flag of the fact that they still don't have a title for it.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that's one of those things that like maybe you come over the last right? I, no, I know it's just like why like, <laughs> That's the thing. it's like maybe give us a logo to remember this yeah. by like or because something like, and but. I get
1: they're, they're playing on who it is but like I, I think like this is the going back to the idea about announcing something too early um we don't need to know about this right now and I I, I think this the whole conference in general felt like it was a bunch of stuff that we didn't need to know about right now yeah. And it just felt like, oh, we're talking about our, all of our movies and other stuff. we got to talk about video games, too. And I get it. It starts those conversations. But, like, ultimately, I think it's bad for a video game company. Now that this is out there, we're going to keep people – keep asking about it. Keep asking yeah. about it. I'd rather it just be announced when it's ready to go, and then it gets released, and people can talk about it when it's coming out, whether than like, oh, we'll announce a title soon and a release window.
0: Right, exactly. And it's like, okay, so what, like 2028? I mean, come on. <laughs> like, like I, mean, I guess I'll forget about this until uh, you've got more to show us.
1: And by the way, like, I'm going to pull this back up. The, the, they have four heroes, two worlds. Literally this, what's the name of the soldier guy? Gabriel Jones? Yeah, it or looks it like they pulled in. Gabriel Jones, like th- that character model, out of like some like Unreal editor. It's just some <laughs> guy with like a military hat, like Medal of Honor 2004 yeah. quality yeah. level dude right there. Um, and he's standing right next to uh, uh, T'Challa, and you're like, okay, okay. <laughs> like, or his uh, who's T'Challa's father? What's his name?
0: I closed the thing. I don't remember. You know, but the Black Panthers but, is. Yeah, Black Panther, yeah. Black
1: Panther. And it's got like this elaborate like you know, head helmet on. And then, yeah, so
0: i'll play yeah, when excited, it comes out but but it's like one of those things right like i'm excited for this idea but like i'll play it in 2025 right yeah. like it's just not even doesn't have a title <laughs> so i guess i'll be excited to learn what its title is <laughs> um speaking of not having titles uh ubisoft forward happened uh-oh this was uh two days ago and um they showed off a lot of stuff. I mean, they they showed off some Mario and rabbits, some skull and bones. But the big thing here is Assassin's Creed. Now, um, Assassin's Creed Infinity was the name of the like live service idea that i don't know if it was leaked or officially announced or what that we've been sort of known about for i don't know it feels like a year at this point right um and it's been one of those things one of those big uh, topics of conversations about like should assassin's creed go to to a live service model like what does that even look like that's not what anyone wants it feels like well they gave some clarification that like assassin's creed infinity um is going to be a like a portal that opens you up into different smaller Assassin's Creed stories. Um, so it'll be curious to see like what um, like how big those games are. I imagine that if they are going to like sell like Assassin's Creed Valhalla and like put it in Assassin's Creed Infinity, like that would be just a weird move, you know what I mean? Like just sell that as a separate game. But if these are smaller experiences, more like Uh, yeah just if there were smaller experiences um a fraction of the size of something like assassin's creed valhalla like i could actually kind of see myself being into that because the first thing they showed off is assassin's creed red it's just a code name uh and it is their feudal japan assassin's creed game that we've all sort of been waiting for forever uh what do you think how do you take this first little piece of news i think of this like uh the dlc
1: that they released right now with the assassin's creed games I, I think, I mean, there has to be a very consistent outpouring of content for me to yeah. stick with it. I mean, if these games are like a 15, 20 hour game, that's one thing. If they're shorter four or five hour experiences, I can't, it's going to be hard for me to get jazzed about that consistently unless the games are immaculate. And I don't, I don't know if they're going to be immaculate. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I I don't I don't get those vibes from it. I mean, it might be cool, but like I, I cannot think of an Assassin's Creed game that I played that it's like, oh my God, every minute of this story is keeping me going. I really got into Odyssey and Origins because of mm-hmm. the gameplay, because of the world, because of the Platinum Trophy. This though, I I don't know. I mean, that that doesn't excite me as much as it would if it was like, here's a, a full game that's coming out at a normal release schedule instead of this infinity, which just seems extra to me.
0: To me, it feels like if they are going to like, it feels like Assassin's Creed always, it's a major misstep whenever they try to go bigger and better. That's just me. I don't want a huge game. I want a well-crafted game, right? We've talked about this, like with with stuff like Starfield, right? When they were like, uh, you know, over a, a thousand planets, (laughs) <laughs> um, that are like handcraft. Was it a thousand or was it a hundred? Both of those are so stupid numbers to say. Was it uh, a thousand?
1: I, I thought it was a thousand because a hundred seems like, I could, you know, you could hire a person. A thousand just seems like a little yes. bit like, okay, you've wasted everyone's time.
0: Right. So, um, um, like the bigger and better thing just is such a big turnoff for me. Assassin's Creed Valhalla, that you know, how long to beat? I imagine it's like 70 hours. Like, mm, no thanks. Same thing with, I imagine, uh, Assassin's Creed v- Odyssey and Origins and all that sort of stuff. So if they're if they're saying, like, you know, we're going back to a smaller scope, you know, making these worlds a little bit more handcrafted, like, to me, that's more what I'm about. But you would have to, like, carry it, right? Like you're saying, like, the writing in these games is never, like, super awesome. <laughs> so, like you're going to have to there. You have to have something else to sell it. If you're doing a smaller experience like that.
1: Exactly. Cause I think for me, Assassin's Creed isn't interesting because of this elaborate story that's been going on for all these games. And in, in fact, that's always like, I prefer when it's the background, right? I just want to get back to my pirate ship. I want to get back to my, uh, God Niflheim realm, wherever I am or, or whatever I'm doing and stuff like that. But I agree with you. I think like, part part of the the reason why i've played those assassin's creed games so long is just because like it's easy to get like mind off play those games um and if it was a more intentional open world action rpg game that had a better story that really gets you going which i think odyssey does have moments of really strong storytelling to it um moments uh, I think if they can like cut it down to a, a good, well-crafted gameplay story with good stealth missions and, and, and good, meaningful story beats that feel earned and it's not just like, I guess I'm fighting Caesar now for whatever reason. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe that's good, um, but the, I, you add that and then you add this Infinity thing. It just seems to me like they're trying to reinvent the wheel when I don't know if that's what we need to be reinvented.
0: A 100% like the the right thing to have done is just not do this. <laughs> it's, just, it's to just make the games good. You know what I mean? Like yeah. to just say like, no, we're, you know, we're confident in restructuring the way we develop these games. Um, But I guess, I don't know. Th- this at least to me is a, it doesn't turn me off, but it doesn't like make me super like down for all of this. Yeah, um, exactly. I will also say, the story for Assassin's Creed 2, I think, is really good. That's the only one that I think has like, like, great stuff in it. Um, the rest of them are like, yeah, you know, the the game, the the mechanics and stuff are or the th- the selling points and the settings and all that. Um, so they so okay, so Assassin's Creed Infinity is you know the the like app the portal whatever you want to call it um and it's going to start with assassin's creed red which is the code name for it uh, which is the feudal japan one and then they are also doing assassin's creed hex which is um it seems like based on the teaser like it might have something to do with like witchcraft or um like uh that sort of stuff which i guess kind of makes sense because they've been dipping into magic stuff especially with Assassin's creed um valhalla with those like i'm forgetting what they were like what they were called but they were just like little area like little shrines for like dark magic and stuff some that you of the went coolest parts
1: and hardest fights in that game
0: yeah um so uh, they they really didn't say much about that uh, but they just said it's going to be something kind of new for assassin's creed so um i can get down with that um, the other big thing that they did, uh, well, they also, like, announced some, like, mobile stuff um, and, like, a Netflix series and I think a Netflix game as well. Yeah, I think, I think they announced that there was, like, a, a Netflix-only
1: streaming mobile version of a is game that, what it that was? They're, they're coming out with. Yeah, so I don't know what that game is going to be like, but, hey, I mean, uh, the fact that I already have Netflix, hopefully this just makes a, one less barrier for me to play a new and cool game.
0: Yeah, agreed. Uh, But the other big thing here is that um, Assassin's Creed Mirage, which is set in Baghdad, um, which is also like right before, like about, what is this? Uh, Yeah, 20 years before the events of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, That's what we were talking about last week a little bit. And you play as Basim, um, who was in Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And uh, it's more, uh, they said it is going to be like a more modernized version of the original ideas in like assassin's creed one um which i'm kind of into i really like assassin's creed one i know that it probably hasn't aged like that well but i still do like it um and so this does me right like the idea of this that had a great trailer i think a great cinematic trailer um did you see what happened with the rating for this justin makovich (laughs) the esrb rating sorry
1: um, the ESRB rating as posted on the actual like Microsoft website,
0: the, is it on the Ubisoft website? So the Ubisoft, um, live stream starts and it goes, you know how like usually at the beginning of a live stream where you have games, like it'll either be, it'll say like, here is what the games are rated. And it, usually, it says like RP through M for like a Sony showcase or like a Microsoft yeah. start showcase or something like that. I think you have to do that if you are streaming, it to like people um it just straight up starts with a o which is for adults only which is like 18 and up in the u.s um do you know anything about the ao rating justin it's for adults only good um do you know anything else about the (laughs) ao
1: rating Uh, it's not a good uh you shouldn't have a game that's an ao if you want it to be popular
0: so yeah because like gamestop walmart um EB games like a lot of retailers will not stock A. O. games. like most most major retailers will just straight up not stock those sorts of games so if you want your games to have any sort of popularity you need to um get an m rating at the very most um which by the way is not like super difficult uh you, you have to just make sure that you are, you know, being conscious of like your sexual content and like nudity and stuff like that. That's, those are the things that really get flagged for AO in the United States. Um, but with Assassin's Creed, uh, Mirage basically it's it on the listing on the Microsoft store and I think on steam, maybe, um, unclear on the Microsoft store at the very least, it said that it was listed as having, Um, intense violence, blood and gore, sexual themes, partial nudity, and real gambling. So having real gambling where you, you know, put real money into a video game and like have the ability to win or lose that money, um, like you have to be 18 to do that. Like that's, you know, video poker, right? Uh, and so if you want to include that in a video game, like a, you know, ESRB rated video game, that is going to be AO no matter what. So that was that's a weird thing to include in a <laughs> in a small back to the roots, <laughs> Ubisoft video game, huh? Yeah,
1: right, and I mean we're recording this on Monday night, and yep. there have been a couple like updates on this story, but like it's still not changed as of now, right?
0: I don't think so. So basically, um, talking to video game, uh, sorry, gamesindustry.biz. Uh, in an article by Brendan Sinclair titled Ubisoft denies latest Assassin's Creed has uh, denies latest Assassin's Creed has adults only rating and real gambling um so in a statement to uh gamesindustry.biz Ubisoft said this. Following the announcement of Assassin's Creed Mirage during Ubisoft Forward, some store pages mistakenly displayed the game for pre-orders with an adults-only ESRB rating and are being fixed, the publisher told GamesIndustry.biz. While Assassin's Creed Mirage is still pending rating, Ubisoft wants to reassure uh, players that no real gambling or loot boxes are present in the game. The article goes on to say, The publisher did not explain how the AO rating found its way into the official Ubisoft Forward livestream. Um... That's the weird part, right? Like, I guess it would be, it would make sense if there was some sort of error like on Microsoft's side for their, you know, store listing or whatever. But like, it was in your, you had the assets for that Ubisoft. Like, that wasn't the sort of thing that just like slipped by. Like, you have the assets for that. You made that that way. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just so weird. Which leads me to think that at a certain
1: point, this was what it was going to be.
0: It leads me to think that that it's just in the game. Yeah. like
1: it's, it's mistakenly displayed the game for pre-orders with an adult only content and they're being fixed. Like that's an immediate
0: thing to do. Like, you know what I mean? Like that is like, (laughs) it's just like why, like they, if they had the AO ESRB rating, like, like the graphic for it and we're fucking putting it in their premiere timeline or whatever the hell, like you had that. So you knew about it. It's just, it's such a weird like statement to not even address like, oh yeah. And we thought it would be too, but I guess not. I don't know. Um, This is one of those things where like, I'm not surprised. This is Ubisoft. Ubisoft is like very much this, Um, (laughs) right? Like they, like Ubisoft loves to do a, to throw their loot boxes in. And I mean, you know, arguments can be made about like, is that gambling Um, for another time? But like. Real to have a to have a rating for real gambling is like a big deal. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I think a, a lot of red flags c- coming out from this. Um, not only the AO thing's weird to me, but it just seems like people were praising uh, Ubisoft when they're like, "We're only going to be releasing Assassin's Creed mainline game every other year. They're yeah. going to take a year off." And then we get this thing coming up. I don't know when these releases are, but it's like, here's 12 new titles. We're just going to stock everything yes, with yes. Assassin's Creed. And you can gamble in it. And it's for adults only. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't know. It I just thought, seems like... No, go on. Uh, I was going to say, it just seems like a very like regression, a big regression from Ubisoft with all of this stuff. Um, and I don't know, just, just an odd, odd choice.
0: 100%. I actually thought that like hey, you know, AO an AO rating means they can't be sold in Target or Walmart or GameStop or wherever, right? But it's the kind of thing where, like, you know what? Ubisoft could probably take a look at their their options, right, and say, like, 95% of people who buy our games buy our games digitally. You know, Microsoft will put that on the store. Sony will put that on the store. So, like, what if we just did that, you know, included the real gambling in it, included whatever so that we could make all this money, um, you know, and you know, you have to be an adult to buy it or have an adult account to buy it. But like, you know, what I'm trying to say like, like I, to me, I, I was almost, almost respected that, like the idea of just like, you know what? Fuck it. This is what it is, you know? And, and we're going to take the hit of not selling any physical copies of this. But at, at what point do we just have to say like, well, we're not selling any anyway, you know? I don't know. This is just such a weird thing. And on top of this, by the way, um, Ubisoft said that all of its AAA uh, AAA games are going to have be cost $70 um which i like hey i we've talked about this like you know sell your games for the price you got to sell them for that's fine um but it is one of those things that's just like it's just such a weird it's such a weird week for this company
1: i know I, it's strange it's odd it's you know, i i think there're going to be a lot of issues that come up with gambling i think in the, in the next coming years yeah um not only in video games but like how easy it is for people to start gambling now with like any of these like sports bets, like apps and things like that. It is like all and stuff. Yeah. It is so easy and so gamified for people to get into this, um, that I really do hope that maybe this is a situation where, uh, this is me speculating. There's no news to back this up, but maybe they sent their game to get the, the ESRB rating. And then they looked at it and the ESRB is like, this is oddly scary to being actual gambling. We're going to give you this AO rating And they're like, but we have this forward we're doing tomorrow. And ESRB's like, sorry, if you're gonna have this in the game, this is what it's going to be like. And Ubisoft's like, not a good look, but we can't lie about this. So we're going to take a few seconds to fix this and come back. Like that, that to me, that's the only way this makes sense is that the, it is like that, that situation where they found out some news that they weren't happy with, but they had to keep it in. And now they're just trying to PR their way or through this to get it back because they'll change it. Like they're not going to release an AO game. They're not, they're not going to yes. do it. Not worth it. Um, But I don't know. I definitely feel like the the, as you know, the the gambling side of of games and in general, I think that's going to be the thing that is more and more talked about in many industries, not just video games.
0: Agreed. 100 percent agreed. Yeah, this is just such a weird thing. Um, I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Can I
1: mention one positive thing, Justin? Please do. I was rolling my fucking eyes during this whole forward, like the whole time. I'm like, literally, I don't need any of this stuff. Oh, Mario Rabbit, that's cute. Rayman, I don't need that, right? Oh, yeah, Rayman's back. One thing I heard that I was like, I'm excited for, and it happens to be one of the Netflix mobile games.
0: What was it? Did
1: you play Valiant Hearts 1? Valiant
0: Hearts One,
1: no. So Valiant Hearts came out of Ubisoft and one of the nicer initiatives that they had. It was like uh, they allowed like studios to like create their own like smaller projects um, and they'd fund it to and you know allow them to kind of uh, extend their creative freedom in between big games that they were working on. Hmm. And it's a really cool two D side scrolling game set in World War One, my favorite war, the one that we don't talk about enough. Um, Your favorite, favorite war. I I know that sounds bad, but like literally World War One. it's the one time in like history of when you had the old world way of thinking going against the new world way of thinking. When you had men in suits of armor and horseback running against machine gun fire. Sure, and sure, I see what you, you mean. you had this whole kind of like change in... And the way wars were fought, and the way politics were, and the way nations decided to gain power. And it's such a fascinating war to study, and it's often the one in history classes that you get a week of it as, yep. this is why World War II happened, when it's way more than that. In fact, I still think World War I and World War II, it could technically be the same war because it was, you know, the ideas that happened in World War I were continued out throughout. Um but regardless of that, I, it's such a fascinating uh war to 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 study more. I love Valiant heart so I'm really hopeful and excited that they are going to stay in that same kind of um war aesthetic. I hope they stay in World War 1. Um I really am excited for that. And again, it's the fact that I already have Netflix. Um I'm I'm assuming um uh, I will be able to play this game as soon as it comes out and uh again for an hour and 23 minute showcase for a mobile only netflix <laughs> game to be the thing that brought a smile <laughs> to my poor face um yeah. i don't know what the, if i'm happy that happened or just sad for ubisoft that's how i felt after watching this uh forward but definitely if you haven't checked out valiant hearts yet do so and i'm
0: excited for this i mean i just looked it up i was like four dollars on the switch store like it seems like you can get it Pretty, pretty much anywhere if but you've been updated
1: in your um uh ps plus i think it's it was free on there at one point you might have picked okay. it up there um but, but if not definitely worth uh, worth playing it's a short little narrative puzzle game um you get to you know, have a little dog friend and a love dog so
0: oh cute cute speaking of loving dogs justin they um announced n- a new oled model for uh pokemon sword and shield not sword and shield scarlet and violet did you see this I don't know the dog reference from it. There's like dogs in it. <laughs> probably, right? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, like, right? There's got to be like a new dog Pokemon or something.
1: I'm sure it's probably really cute. and I'm going to want it. And then yeah, by pro- the time it evolves to the second form, it looks like a moody teenager and they don't like it anymore.
0: And then like the third one, it's like a big wrestler. <laughs> oh, that's what that was. Uh, The cat guy from Sun and Moon. Um, yeah. Did you see this? They made they're, they're like showing off the new OLED. Um, and can I say, I think it looks kind of ugly. (laughs) I'm not ugly. I just think it's like the design is a little uninspired in my opinion. Um, and, and not to like, just like, you know, brag a little bit about owning the, um, Splatoon version, but, um, I just think the design on this one is a lot more interesting. Similar to, like, I really like the design on the um, Animal Crossing Switch that they they did. Like, I think that's just, like, a really gorgeous thing. Whereas this one is just like, yeah, just put the Pokemon on it. I don't know. Um, But I think this does open the door. If this, you know, the second uh, Switch model that they've released, like this, you know, like custom Switch model, I, I think it opens the door for, like, a lot of other pieces of hardware that they could do because I, I i think like i said the the models that they've had uh some of them look really really good it's like i don't know like i'm thinking like a zelda one would be really cool or like when metroid prime 4 comes up like that one seems really cool
1: i don't know do you know what i'm saying about this yeah i think they're cool i just don't know if i'm going to be buying them because I, I mean i already have two you have two
0: oh that's i would never but like I, at this point yeah. i have a switch oled like i don't wouldn't want them or need them it's just i think it's a cool like it's a cool idea. I don't
1: know. I, I'm, I would be a fan, because um, I need to buy one every three months, it seems, if they keep doing the Joy-Con route of these special edition things. Yeah, the yeah, the yeah. Ones. Um Still, my best pair of Joy-Cons is the are the Zelda ones, the, um, the Sword Skyward and Shield Servants? ones from Skyward Sword. The, yeah. the It's like the dark purple and blue one. Those ones still are the only ones that don't have drift on them. Dang. And I'm thankful for it. Um, I also have an issue with my white ones on my um, OLED. They sometimes don't lock in on my left-hand side, which is annoying. So Uh, let me tell you, release whatever you want. Nintendo fix the Joy-Cons. Yes. Not that hard. I'm going to say that every opportunity I get. But um, speaking of uh, Zelda, uh, Zelda. (laughs) speaking of Pokemon, did you watch that trailer that came out a couple days ago?
0: When was I watched a trailer? Oh yes, with the with the new um, crab guy, the big yeah, crab one. I, yeah, this
1: this is makes it even more baffling why they're coming out with why they came out with Arceus this year <laughs> to me. Yes, <laughs> because like this seems to be the dream Pokemon game for me. Um, yes. You go any quest you want. You have bosses that you have to fight. Uh, you have gym trainers that you have to fight with the bosses. You, you know, driving fucking like crazy cars that you have to kill the car and then the tr- like, not like it just looks like everything I'd want. Auto battling that you can just send Pokemon out to get experience as you're running around the open world. You don't have to engage in those fights. Like, w- I don't know why Arceus is a thing. I enjoyed that game. Trust me, I liked it. I just looking at this, this is the shit for me.
0: Agreed, and not to say, not that like the the visuals of Arceus, like mattered really, other than they just didn't look very good. Like this game looks like visually, like ten times better than that yeah. game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, like yeah. it looks crisp. It looks like like uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus looks fuzzy. Like there's something about it where like none of the lines like have any like definition to them. Like this thing looks great. Um, yeah. I, like I, if I wasn't sold on Pokemon violet and scarlet or scarlet and violet before like i definitely am now um although in the trailer they did um they threw out like a chikorita or something what did they throw out hold on i'm scrubbing through here they, they made a really bad play is what i'm saying oh they Quaxley against um what is this uh, B- uh small come on and then a pseudo wudo that Quaxley is come on going down you had one job pokemon designers yeah Although if it's if Quagsley is flying water, I don't think it is. I just think it's water. Whatever. It probably knows like a wing attack or something. Doesn't matter. Um yeah, I'm I'm into I'm into it. I'm down for it. And I also really like the art style. Like they when they would show the yeah. trailers, they
1: did these really yeah. cool like sketchbooks. I don't know if that's gonna be part of the game or that was just the style of the trailer. Seemed a lot of style for just a trailer, so I hope they keep up with that kind of stuff too. So I don't know. It's great. I'm excited.
0: It makes me smile in my heart, so me too. It looks um it's the kind of thing that like I'm really excited to play this. do we have a date for it? It's like November, right? Sure, probably I should
1: maybe look that up at one point. I'm just I know I'll buy it the second it happens. it usually is November. Um, I'll be going on vacation so this will be a purchase to play on the plane for my vacation it is. and I'll be playing it on the beach uh, for my vacation like sure uh, November 18th 2022
0: Ooh, so, that's a yes.
1: solid that'll be a solid what a what a Thanksgiving gift for myself.
0: Uh, Agreed. Uh, We've been talking a lot about 343 Industries over the past few weeks and Halo Infinite. Um, Here's something. Bonnie Ross, former founder and head of 343 Industries, uh, has left the company. So uh, in a little statement posted to Twitter, uh, Bonnie Ross said this. While I had hoped to stay with Halo until we released the winter update, I'm letting you know I'll be leaving 343 and attending to a family medical issue. I'm incredibly proud of the work everyone at 343 Industries has done with Halo Infinite, the Master Chief Collection, the Halo television series, and so much more. It has been an honor to serve alongside the team for the last 15 years and to be a part of the of a universe that I love. Thank you to everyone. Just saying thank you, all sorts of stuff. So, Bonnie Ross. Um, this is one of those things that, like, you know, it seems that she left, obviously, she left for a family reason, for, like, a medical reason. Um, seems like not her personally But for someone in her family um, But it is one of those things where Like hey this game is this studio Is been having a lot of leadership Issues and losing another leader Like this you know a founder of 343 and you know she was the head Of 343 industries like losing a major Leader like this doesn't necessarily Bode super well for What's to come when the studio has already Been struggling so much um, I don't Know there's not much to say about this do you have any Any thoughts I think it's easy for uh, us to be
1: critical of studios a lot of the time, like a studio course, like 343 yes. or Microsoft or Ubisoft or anything like that. But I think this always take, takes that perspective that you have human beings working on these video games. Yes, and while of we course. can critique them and all this other stuff, there are some times where. I'm sure this is not like the way she wanted to leave having family issues and stuff like that. And I'm sure the timing of this was just horrible for her life. Not only did this update come out about, you know, the halo co-op and people just ragging on them more for all this stuff, but then she probably got to a point in her life where she's like, I cannot work here anymore and still take care of myself and my family at home. So this stuff has to come out where she has to make stuff like this public. And it's just hard to see that. And like, I don't. There, I don't think there's a person in there uh, who loves video games who works at a studio like this that wants to, you know, is to create the the, wor- the worst or easiest or doesn't try to do what they like a good game. And I really do think that um, you know, three four three wants to to have a game that is supported and great and awesome and is the best Halo game ever. Um, so I think, as you know, doing what we do, v- being video game enthusiasts, uh, I think it's just it's sometimes hard to look at this stuff as not the human story as more the game story. So I think this is just a good reminder for me sometimes, uh, when thinking about video games,
0: 100% and, and to clarify, like I'm not saying like,
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, 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 I wasn't, I wasn't insinuating that I, I was just saying that it must be hard for her to have to like leave right now with all yes, this other stuff yes. coming out, knowing that her life is like that. So, um, I, I hope things go well with her and her family. Um, and I hope things go well for three four three too.
0: Agreed, one hundred percent agreed. Um, also talking about shooters. Uh, so last week we t- also talked about uh, Phil Spencer and how he wrote that my, uh, Microsoft blog post talking about uh, Call of Duty and how he said that you know you can expect Call of Duty to be on PlayStation uh, consoles for you know many years to come. Well, Jim Ryan took issue with that wording. Um, He said this to um, GamesIndustry.biz. Again, so this is uh, a piece on GamesIndustry.biz called PlayStation. Xbox's Call of Duty offer was, quote, inadequate on many levels. This is by Christopher Dring. Um, And so in a statement to them, Jim Ryan, uh, the head uh, head of PlayStation, said this. I hadn't intended to comment on what I understood to be a private business discussion, but I feel the need to set the record straight because Phil Spencer brought this into the public forum. Microsoft has only offered for Call of Duty to remain on PlayStation for three years after the current agreement between Activision and Sony ends. After almost 20 years of Call of Duty on PlayStation, their proposal was inadequate on many levels and failed to take into account. Uh, the, fail to take account of the impact on our gamers. We want to guarantee PlayStation gamers continue to have the highest quality Call of Duty experience and Microsoft's proposal undermines this principle. Um, wh- what? Do you, okay, I've got two questions for you. The first question is so, obviously, uh, Phil Spencer said, you know, many years and by many he meant three. <laughs> um, which is like I mean it's, some, it's a semantic debate Over like how Large a number of many is But um, what do you think What did you think of Phil Spencer's Initial statement And then what do you think of um, This idea that like Oh it only means three years uh,
1: I, I think th- This is Right now a PR battle between the two companies, right? These are negotiations. Um, and I, I think it's really hard for me to look at this and like, know what's really going to happen with this. Yeah. Um, because I'm not in that back room. I feel like how Jim Ryan started this thing. It kind of seems like he's being a little baby, but then he goes to clarify about like, this is what we're told. They're changing this narrative, make us look bad.
0: Stop it, Microsoft. More or less. Do you think that the, that anything Microsoft said about this makes Call of Duty, makes PlayStation look bad? I don't. I think this makes PlayStation look bad, personally.
1: I think it's disingenuous to say that if Sony was first worried about um, what Call of Duty's future was going to be, and then Phil Spencer comes out and says, "You have nothing to worry about. It, we're going to remain. We're going to you know, do." I forget what his exact quote was. But it it seemed like Phil Spencer and Microsoft's response was, oh, don't worry about this. We're not going to do that.
0: So and then Jim Ryan's like, really? To, cl- to clarify, um, the current contract for Call of Duty and PlayStation, I think it is five years from right now. And so with the Microsoft acquisition of Activision um, here, we just learned from Jim Ryan that it's going to exceed another three years so that's eight more years of Call of Duty. So that's Call of Duty on PlayStation until 2030. To me, that is not. That is like, that's a significant amount of time for these games to remain on the PlayStation ecosystem if they are a first party studio. And, you know, we talked about it'll be best on Game Pass because it'll be free, right? And how great that is. But I don't know. I, I don't think that another eight years almost you know that's almost a decade another eight years of call of duty on playstation to me i don't think that that's like bad like i I don't know like i think playstation you know you're worried about losing out on money from this right of course you are but like you have eight years to plan on how to figure out how to make make that loss right to figure to before uh, until you have eight years before that eventually goes away for you to figure things out. Do you know what I'm saying about this? I do. I, I feel like the the issue is that these two
1: companies are negotiating and the fact that Sony would negotiate with any publisher about if they're going to have their their game on their system, right? Like, they have yeah. negotiations with 2K. They have negotiations with EA. They have negotiations with all these companies. And they've had these negotiations with Activision Blizzard for a long time. And they've had a good relationship with Activision Blizzard because they've had a lot of exclusives that Microsoft hasn't had, right? Yeah. But with this, it just seems like the way Microsoft is presenting it well we're gonna have our we're not going to stop our current agreements with them and we want to have them on in the future. And then Sony's like, well, they said they only want three more years to this. So like I feel like it is just both of them, I think when you're taking these negotiations out of context, it's making, an issue where I don't think there's an issue. I guess what I'm saying is these conversations happen between a publisher and Sony all the time. It happens between yes. Microsoft and Sony all the time. This does not mean Call of Duty is not going to be on PlayStation. This means that f- this they're going to extend the contract for three more years. And I don't think it's just going to be Microsoft holding things out there. I I To me, this seems like... We're, you know what? We're going to keep working with you for three more years. It'll be a little bit different. We're going to extend it, but like we're going uh, to negotiate
0: with you. or something, right? Because I mean, you, you know, in that last blog post, they talked about like Minecraft and how that's available everywhere. And like Microsoft doesn't care, like because people are able to play it everywhere. I, I don't know. Like to me, it's just, it's just awkward because it's kind of like, listen, Jim Ryan, what you need to understand is that you can't, someone bought Activision. Like, I, I don't want to tell you, like, I, I don't know, maybe I personally would be like, I don't know, I'm not a business person, so it's hard for me to say what I personally would be like. And I don't know if Jim Ryan actually cares personally. It's, it's his job to care. Right. But it's the sort of thing where it's like. They're honoring all your contracts and giving you an additional three years, <laughs> that's eight years, that is a time for someone to start high school and finish college <laughs> like that is so much time um to to continue to have this following a major acquisition like this I don't know uh, I, I just I'm kind of over the he should he said she said between both of these companies about this whole thing like just just come to an agreement please but stop bringing the kids into it. Stop bringing us into it. Like, you know what I mean? Like talk about it on your own time. I am sick of hearing about this. Cause I imagine that in, you know, a week Jim, uh, not Jim Ryan, Phil Spencer is going to be like, "Mm, actually Jim Ryan told me. Right. And then two weeks from then we're going to have Jim Ryan being like, whoa, you know know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, I'm tired of this.
1: Yeah. I, I guess, I guess to me, like part of this is the, narrative about who is the one in control here and who is the one like saying what is actually happening. This is a negotiating tactic from both sides. It's all Agreed. And to me, again, as as I said, I don't think this is anything new or unusual uh, to, to have for companies to do this. I don't know the exact what Phil Spencer means when, when he says that we want to continue working with them um, with our honor their agreements. What does that mean? Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like what does that mean in terms of agreements? Like it are, I I think there's still a lot of ambiguity with what that actually means. And Sony's probably unhappy with things that are being told to them in these negotiations. And they want to make it clear that they're still kind of going back and forth with it. Again, I, I am a firm believer Microsoft is going to find a way to make the most money with Call of Duty. And that does not mean making it an exclusive.
0: Right. Uh, Yeah. yeah. Agreed. 100%. Yeah. So there you go. Hey, um, this is kind of a weird week where we're recording a little late in the week because of my move. And then earlier today, Nintendo announced, Hey, we're doing a 40 minute Nintendo direct tomorrow on Tuesday. What is this? The 13th. And then it's like an hour ago or two hours at this point. Sony was like, Hey, we're also doing a PlayStation, a state of play um, tomorrow, Tuesday, the 13th. So Justin and I devoted to our craft as we are, we're going to be talking tomorrow night to bring you our thoughts on all, both of those showcases for this current episode. So, here's the audio for that playing right now. Let's do this. Two showcases enter. One leaves. Why did I become Batman? That's not what wrestling yeah, announcers I mean, sound if like.
1: If Batman was announcing a wrestling match, I would be probably be a, be a pretty big wrestling fan.
0: I would probably like secretly hope that Batman would be jumping into the, oh, into the fray. Oh, yeah
1: absolutely he would be the he would do the Vince McMahon trying to make references I don't get and like just like I start like attacking people is that right Did I do that correctly
0: yes he was the owner of, of WWE is he the then,
1: owner or is he just like a jacked guy who like pretends to be an owner
0: no he was the owner and then also like he was a the WWE is a is like an is a fictional organization within yeah. the, the fiction of the wrestling it doesn't matter let's talk about these two showcases Justin where do you want to start uh, let's start with the chronological
1: order because that's the best way to go in my brain. So Nintendo, right? That was first. Nintendo
0: gave us forty-five minutes of announcements, and I, Justin, I thought this was a great showcase. What do you think? I mean, just just general thoughts, and then we'll talk about the the big headlines here. What do you think? Uh, I I'm not gonna say I didn't like it. A lot of it didn't speak to me.
1: On mm-hmm. a way that I would like to have been spoken to or for spoken to, <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, uh, but they had some good things there. Um, uh, I th- some interesting announcements. Um, some deep dives into games that I didn't think I wanted to play, but I might want to play now. Specifically, Harvestella. Uh, I probably will try mm-hmm. that demo um, just see what that yeah. looks like because it looks way more RPG than I thought. Um, but it, there was a lot of a lot of a lot of things announced.
0: Yes, that, that is for sure there. And I, I guess let that be what it is, right? Like that doesn't necessarily speak to the quality of the showcase, but right. there definitely was a lot of stuff that I, that was passed in front of my eyeballs. Um, I, the biggest one here obviously is the breath of the wild sequel, right? Um, which we got a title on uh, along with like, I don't know, 45 seconds of gameplay and 45 seconds of static images of like, wall paintings um so breath of the wild 2 is called legend of zelda tears of the kingdom or maybe it's called legend of zelda tears of the kingdom (laughs) we literally don't know (laughs) which is the ultimate irony right it's just so funny that like they have been so like reluctant to like give us the name of this um and even now that we have it, we still don't actually well, know what it is. I mean, it was
1: like I was expecting it to be something like Legend of Zelda, you are Ganondorf, or something silly like that. Like with the way that people were theorizing, yeah. yeah. I mean, something. Not again. I don't care about this name. Like I'm not offended by the name Tears Tears, tears tear, Whatever. It's fine. It'd be ironic if it was Tear on the same day that we get a the, the Ragnarok the, thing. God, a Rag- That's role, funny. Trailer. But anyway, um, I I just th- f- felt like. They were hiding it for a reason. Sure. And maybe I'm dumb and I don't realize that there is a reason why they hid it. But it just seems like so late in the game to announce the title for it. Um, maybe it's a marketing choice to be like, well, it's Breath of the Wild too.
0: Yeah, but like, here's the thing, though, like to your point, like it does feel so late in the game to make the title reveal be as a big enough thing to kind of stand alone. Yeah. Like the fact that the that the trailer like showed us, yeah, it was new like clips, but it wasn't like wasn't like a new like we didn't learn anything that we haven't seen before, right? Lots of falling. I guess he he lands on a big eagle, like a big stone eagle which I guess we hadn't seen, but like we've seen it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. so so for it to be able to stand alone on its own, I just don't think it was that big of a reveal. I also to be honest don't love the title. I've been thinking about it all day and like Breath of the Wild is such a good title because like even if you've not played it you kind of get the vibe based on the title you know what I mean like because what is the breath of the wild referring to what is like what does that mean right like in the actual game I don't know like maybe the wind or something like that, but yeah. like at the end of the day, it just really it does a good job at like giving you the essence of what the game is about. You know, it's a, you're out in the wilderness, and, and you're going, you're following your whims, and it's, it's exploration and stuff like that. But at least that's how I how I feel about it. Um, but tears of the kingdom, tears of the kingdom.
1: I, uh, I'm gonna <laughs> guess it's tears because you're like going through different dimensions. That that'll be my guess. But I think it is a branding mistake because. They got rid of the Breath of the Wild title to it. Agreed. And this is clearly a sequel to it. Maybe it's not. Maybe I'm wrong. But, like, I think it's a sequel to it.
0: <laughs> I mean, it is because they've been calling it the sequel to the Breath of the Wild, right? Legends of Breath of the Wild. I think it could be, Um, it could have been maybe worth it to be like Breath of the Kingdom or like Tears of the Wild or, you know what I mean? Like, like at yeah, least hide so- in somewhere. Obviously, it's noun of the noun, breath of the wild, tears of the kingdom, but yeah, uh, yeah, it just doesn't I, have that yeah. ring to
1: it. But uh, whatever, I'll play it. I'll love it. It'll be fine. It'll of be course, great. it's gonna be
0: good. It's just it's got the Jedi Fallen Order two, uh, Jedi Fallen Survivor. They, they should just Jedi Fallen Fallen Orders. Order two. Oh gosh, like, like the Z layers of fears. It, but, the, but
1: the Z looks like a two, but it's like a lightsaber <laughs> shaped like a two.
0: <laughs> so it's like <laughs> that's very like. 2010 you know like we're hey, like man I love it that was a good time yeah. in my life but like what I'm saying is like I-, I think this suffers from the same thing as something like Jedi Fallen Order where like people are just going to call that Jedi Fallen Order 2 yeah they are just gonna call this Breath of the Wild 2 yeah uh, so uh, in a way that like no one calls Majora's Mask Ocarina of Time 2 you know yeah. uh, like, I guess that
1: actually is a pretty good comparison between the two um, I mean is this gonna be like a straight-up sequel um, to Breath of the Wild or is it just gonna be like more in the world and then Ganon's a thing so right. I don't know uh, I, they've clearly done it before it seems like a pretty common well Legend of Zel- Zelda 2 Zelda 2 it was called Zelda 2
0: The Adventure of Link
1: yeah and at least it was <laughs> Zelda 2 so you knew it was a sequel that like covered everything they could have put Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2 tears of the kingdom of the fallen order 2 survivors yes
0: Miyamoto showed up during the uh, Nintendo Direct. Uh, You know, Mario's dad, he showed up and he was like, uh, every time I see him in these things, I just get excited because like, what a jolly guy. Like, he seems like he's got like just such a great job of just being the Mario guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, But when he showed up, he was like, you know, we're still working on the movie. It's been delayed, obviously, to spring 2023. Um, I thought we were going to get a clip. We did not. And then um, he proceeded to talk about Pikmin 4. He went to talk about Pikmin Bloom for, like, way too long. And then was basically like, we're doing Pikmin 4. Um, That'll be here in 2023.
1: Can I jump in for a sec and say? Please do. I was really just considering. He's like, this is my actual Pikmin Bloom game. Was that actually his game? I, maybe I mean he talked about the specific places in Japan he goes to, but I um, mean that's pretty cool. I do also as a as a former Pikmin bloomer. Um, I was gonna say
0: you you're the only person I know who's ever played it,
1: and I played it for a lot when I was when I was yes, Like you you knew exactly where my dog peed every day. Um, <laughs> But I think the cloud thing is kind of cool. Like, that's, like, a little bit, like, make your real world, like, a fog of war map <laughs> that you slowly, like, just, like, <laughs> find out where yeah. you are. Now, if they had, yeah. like, towers you got to climb in real life and then it would, like, sure. do a spin around, that would be a next level thing. But, sure. I mean, that's cool, but, like, I, I'm kind of done with it.
0: It, just, it was an odd marketing thing. And I, what I do appreciate, though, is, like, to be honest, you ask about, like, was that his real thing? I think so. He's talked about how, like... Pokemon Go is so great for it's a great video game for I'm not saying he's elderly, but for like older people I because it's say, so e- because old. it's it's so easy to, um, you know, you download on your phone and then you go out on your walk and you just play it while you're on your walk. You know what I mean? And so he's talked about how uh, much fun he's had with Pokemon Go and how he meets up with people similar of a similar age playing Pokemon Go, where it's like, you know, you think that Pokemon is such a like, I don't know, I would imagine that people 40 and under recognized Pokemon. It can name more than 10 Pokemon, right? Um, but to, to have someone like Shigeru Miyamoto talk about, like, yeah, you know, like, me and people I don't know that I meet up with while I'm out and about, we all play these mobile games together, like, these, like, active mobile games where you're out and about. Like, I think that's kind of cool. But uh, I don't, like, I, like, I'll probably play Pikmin 4 when it comes out, but I'm not, like... I wasn't, like, losing my shit when it was, like, Pikmin 4 has been announced, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, I first said I don't want to play Pikmin because I felt constrained by the time. Then they got rid of the time, and I'm like, I just don't think I want to play Pikmin.
0: <laughs> yeah. So. It's, just, it's just not an exciting franchise for me, but hey, I know that some people like it. Uh, the first thing that they showed, though, was Fire Emblem Engage, which is just straight up a new mainline um, entry in the Fire Emblem series, and that is... I don't know. I thought it was a really great looking trailer. I thought the game itself like looked really great. Uh, I know that the switch is not a graphical powerhouse, but I thought the art style and everything, if that's what the game is, um, looks awesome. And this is coming like really soon. It's January 20th, 2023. What do you think as a fire emblem fan?
1: Um, I—I I, It's going to be hard for me to go back to playing this kind of fire emblem after playing um, warriors. the The yeah. other one, I really enjoyed that gameplay. I thought it married the two things I liked really well. Um, but I agree with your your statement about it looking beautiful. I watched this like on my phone like casually as I was like doing trying to do work today, um, yeah. but then I just pulled it up on my like l- like good four K monitor over here, and I'm like, damn, that actually looks really good. It looks <laughs> so, really really great. Yeah, uh, like the colors are vibrant. It looks interesting. Um, this the story just seems like it's very like forward. I wonder if that is going to be the case, or it is going to be very like. Because eventually Fire Emblem Three House has got to be a lot like there's more here, but we're just going to do it with a weird cutscene. So I don't, I don't know if they're going to full out go with a story like this, but if they do, I'm, I'm excited for it.
0: Do you think I'll need to have played Fire Emblem three houses to play this do you know what i mean like or is it one of those things where it's just like uh, peter i played fire emblem
1: three houses and then i played the the, the muso game and i still had no clue what was going on you know what i mean like and at a certain okay. point the the thing that i love about the fire emblem uh, three houses kind of lore is that they literally wrote like three different four different stories with yeah. different things there's not like a canon story so mm-hmm. I I don't know if this is going to keep going with that because I don't know if that's a sustainable thing for them to do. Um, it's pro- I would assume it's a new world unless I looked didn't look at a press release or something like that today. But um, I would assume it's going to be different.
0: Okay, that makes sense. So yeah. I will uh, I will definitely be playing that. But yeah. um, we also got for Kirby's 30th anniversary Kirby Return to Dreamland Deluxe. It's Kirby Kirby's Return to Dreamland was a Wii game. Um, and Kirby, like there have been Sweet tons game. of, oh, well, there've been tons of, um, Kirby and dreamland games. Uh, I, I really liked Kirby nightmare in dreamland, which the was trailer. What? It's like, there's like a, it's like Kirby nightmare in dreamland. Kirby. Oh,
1: it was like a I like don't a trailer.
0: remember. I was Maybe a making This
1: up. I need to know. Actually, <laughs> now if that was the case, you keep talking about it while I look up this trailer.
0: It was on the game boy advance and it was awesome. Um, so I am looking forward to this. This is a remake of the 2011 game, uh, but it adds a lot of stuff to it. You can play as Kirby, King DDD Meta Knight, uh, Bandana Waddle D, um, or as my girlfriend Elena would call him Banana Waddle B, because she just straight up never read the name correctly when we were playing um, uh, Kirby in the Forgotten Land. But uh, I don't know if this looks like fun. I'll probably touch it. We I don't think we have a. Oh, we do. Um, February 24th, 2023. So that's also pretty close. Um, So, you know, hot off the heels of Fire Emblem. It'll be Kirby time.
1: Do do you think if I play this like the song, it will be
0: a bad thing? Uh, I don't know if we can because we would just be listening to it. But you can definitely sing it if you got it. All right. I'll I'll, we'll we'll put it in the
1: description. I'm sure it's real.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yes. Um, Are you going to play Kirby? Probably not. You're not a Kirby guy.
1: No. Yeah, I know. No, he's cute. Um I imagine like when, when you, you throw him at someone it sounds like a dodgeball knocking off For of something. Him. But yeah. yeah. But I, I don't need I don't need to to play him.
0: That makes sense. Um what's up? Octopath Traveler two announced. Did you play the original? I feel like that was something you would have touched. I did, then it got grindy and I stopped. Okay. Does yeah. this excite you, Octopath Traveler Two?
1: Um, if they fix some of the, the grinding stuff to it, maybe. Um
0: mm-hmm.
1: I I, it was like one of those situations where you had eight characters and you could kind of like start any story wherever you wanted and then you got like through the first chapter and then it like you had to do the other ones to like get leveled up to start the second chapter Um, and it was interesting and I liked the stories but they were all different and it took so long to get to the next part of the story that I lost interest in it. It just was an odd flow. Um, Cool gameplay, cool aesthetic, but like it just ultimately was okay.
0: The, the visuals of it are, are yeah. just really striking, and yep. I like that they've been doing that with like the remakes of the old Final Fantasy games. Yep. Uh, it seems a lot like Live Alive where like the eight different protagonists and stuff like that or um, like being able to just jump to different protagonists. I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, know if, cool. the, if
1: the stories came together in Octopath Traveler or not. Um, I
0: didn't beat it, but maybe. Uh, and also, it's, it's coming to PC and PS4 and 5, uh, which did the original one. I thought that was just a Switch game might
1: have been on PC, but... I think it came out to PC, but maybe not the others. But, hey, I mean, whatever gets more people to play it, that's kind of cool. Yeah, agreed. If you play it anywhere else other than Switch, you're wrong, though, so I don't... <laughs> well, there,
0: I guess there you have it. Um, we got Crisis Core, Final Fantasy VII Reunion, which we saw earlier this year during the Summer Games Fest. Uh, this coming to Switch on December 13th. So, first of all, not only did we get, I think, the confirmation of that release date for that game... Um, but the fact that it's coming to Switch doesn't that kind of feel like Final Fantasy VII remake would be coming to Switch because they're just so similar and like so to me at least I don't know if this is true or not they feel like companion pieces almost. E- yes, at I least would from say what I've it seen, makes
1: sense. But I do feel like knowing what we know about Final Fantasy VII, there's probably some PlayStation backing in it, funding wise, probably a sure. little bit more heavy than the other stuff. Um, yeah. so I, I'm sure there just seems to be probably some more exclusive rights to that game than this one,
0: perhaps. Got it. Well, it was exciting to see at uh, the very least. Yeah. Do you know if it's a cloud version? It didn't say it. And I was kind of keeping track of those ones. So, and it doesn't say it on this article I'm looking at here. So I don't, I don't think so, but I don't knows.
1: know if that's a pro or con can, can't honestly tell you <laughs> like would I'd rather have the cloud version or one that doesn't run well.
0: Uh, Wave two of Xenoblade Chronicles DLC as well is coming. Uh, When is this coming? October 13th. Um, New hero, uh, the challenge battles, new outfits. Uh, Not enough for me to get back in, but hey, for those people who are like still have a lot to do and still willing to keep with it. You know, so many hours after finishing it, there's that. I imagine this is not something that will get you to come back for. No, I, I, I still haven't bought the DLC. I was planning on it. I
1: was thinking about it, but I don't know. It just doesn't seem like enough. And definitely the challenge rooms, I don't know if that's going to get me going. But I think that is what's sure. going to get people playing post, um, is to really try to level yeah, up to make yeah. it a little bit easier. I just don't know if I have that in me to do.
0: Super fair. Uh, you mentioned earlier Hervestella. That was the, like, Square Enix jrpg life simulator um, life sim that was like like they did not spend any time on the harvesting (laughs) like the farm part of it they just it was all rpg uh to be honest it looks pretty cool uh you said you're gonna play that demo uh because the demo dropped today uh it comes out november 4th you let me know how that is obviously probably next week on next week next week's episode uh because it was intriguing enough for me to want to dip into myself
1: yeah, I'll probably, to be honest, I'll wait to do that because if I like it, I don't want to get in a situation where I have to wait um, until sure, November sure. to play it. Um, so maybe near the end of October, I'll get into it. But then again, we get into this world where video games are going to be crazy in November and in December and in January, and January, and in February, and February,
0: and in March.
1: Like it, like there's going to be a lot coming out. So I almost yes. I am first of all so happy that Xenoblade Chronicles Three came out when it did. Um, Can you imagine if it was coming out like right now? I would hate myself. It would be so sad. Yeah, I would. I would. I would get fired from my job. Um, <laughs> I I would lose all my 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 friends. Um, this podcast would just be me playing it while you're ta- trying to talk the news. I would just be. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And like in the
0: background, you hear like, that's oh, a real. Da- da- <laughs> <laughs> I'm the girl with the gall. Uh, so annoying. <laughs> yeah they should have recorded more than one of those or um, the only other play thing, it after every battle yeah maybe there's a thought um, the only other thing here that really caught my eye is the story of seasons a wonderful life do you know what that is
1: is it the one with the Christmas movie when he finds Zuzu's petals in his pockets and he's like
0: oh it's a, it's a real life but Zuzu's petals that one uh, um, there's a gosh another quote from it that I was going to say that is escaping me right now so I guess I just won't. No. Um. So do you know what the story of seasons franchise is? Mm-mm. Okay. Uh, are you familiar with Harvest Moon? Hmm. So uh, Harvest Moon is still a series, but the original developer of Harvest Moon lost the rights to make it. So they went on to make Story of Seasons, which is like the original Harvest Moon team, and then the people who are making Harvest Moon games in you know are are not. That team, and so Harvest Moon games suck now, which is why they made start, Which is why that one guy made Stardew Valley. Um, Concerned Ape made Stardew Valley uh, to be like, you remember these games? These were great. Like, let's just go back to that. And so Story of Seasons has sort of been having a revival as of late. Um, and Harvest Moon: A Wonderful Life is a game on the GameCube that I played the shit out of. Oh, okay. And Story of Seasons: A Wonderful Life is a remake of the Harvest Moon game, A Wonderful Life. I'm going to play this. I'm very excited. It's, we still got a while. It's, it's summer of 2023. Um, but just seeing like, oh, my gosh, this is a remake that like I'm super into, super like down to play. Like, I'm I'm all about it. Um, I'm
1: not going to play it, probably. No. But like, it's one of those things like I think that that's a game specifically that speaks to you because of your history with it. So that's cool. I'm glad yeah. you found it. Um, uh, Speaking of history games, what are your thoughts on Goldeneye?
0: oh yeah that's coming to um switch the nintendo switch online expansion pack uh justin i could play it on the switch with the wonky ass controls that they're gonna do or i could play it on game pass today they announced alongside this that it is coming to game pass it won't have online multiplayer um but it will have local multiplayer um and that's how I'm going to play this game, uh, because I was watching this with my friend Josh, my roommate Josh. Now weird, how life changes. Oh. I know. And um, he's like, you ever play GoldenEye? I was like, I have not. And he's like, we should probably play this because he has. Uh, he's like, and, you know, it's, it's like an important piece of gaming history. Uh, but now that I know that I'll be able to play it on a controller made for like a human being um, and not one that has you like hold down the back buttons so that you can like use the C stick and whatever else, like I'll probably play it there. But.
1: I am confused it's cool that it's coming. about the online thing. Like, to me, that's odd. Yeah, I don't know why that is. Um, Like, it seems like the Xbox version is the 4K version. Yep. The Nintendo version is the online one. And if I know one thing about Nintendo.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's why I wouldn't even try it, because it's like, they their, nail online their online is just so archaic. They nail it. <laughs>
1: it's perfect. I bet it's not going to be confusing at all to get in a lobby. I bet we, we won't end up playing a 1v1 um, turf war with each other in which we are just against each other trying to turf a whole thing for three minutes.
0: I'm sure that won't happen. Justin, I love what you did there because you just created like a, a weird podcast paradox because that episode we recorded yesterday, but if you're, I imagine that people listen, like our Patreon supporters probably listen to like the base episode first and then the bonus episode. Um, so, I guess that's a preview of what's to what's come, the issues with Splatoon's online service. But, um, but like, yeah, that's the thing. Like, I just don't think I would play it on there because uh, I would Why? want to play a nicer looking version that controls better. And, I mean, I'm not going to play online. I'm going to play with my buddies. So. I do have to
1: say, I doubt the control scheme is going to be good for anything because if we're you played the good. original, it is like when drunk people were like, this is how a first person shooter should be. <laughs> and then Halo comes along, and they're like, you know, actually, how about we make a normal first-person shooter?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I so probably missed a
1: few in between that, but.
0: Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I think it went Goldeneye, Halo, Halo Infinite, and those are the only first-person the, shooters. They have no other shooters out there. No, no. Oh, Splatoon 3 just came out, so Oh, yeah. That. Well,
1: that's a splatter, yeah. so it's not quite a shooter.
0: Oh, you're right. A first-person yeah. splatter. Yeah. Um, that sounds gross. We're gonna move on. Uh, do you have anything else to say with the Nintendo Direct? No, I, I, I think good stuff. Yeah, what did you think? I liked it. Yeah, I, I liked it. Good stuff. It was just, like,
1: nothing (laughs) that I'm, like, stoked about.
0: My ring light just fell off for our audio listeners. Uh,
1: nothing I was, like, super stoked about, and it, it, uh, I am not really, the, the games I'm excited about for Nintendo for the end of this year, the game is uh, uh, Pokemon, really. That's the only, that's the thing I'm looking forward to. That will get me through until Breath of the Wild. That's
0: true. And I'm sorry. Um, Tears of, the, of kingdom. the Kingdom. Didn't they, I, I don't know if this was a joke or not, uh, didn't they not announce the title of this in the UK? Because of the Queen's death? Uh,
1: that's, yeah, well,
0: <laughs> that's sad, isn't it? In it. Let's talk about PlayStation. Um State of Play. It was like 20 minutes. It started with Tekken 8 with a trailer so good that I forgot that I don't like fighting games. Um <laughs> Like that was a great trailer. I mean, like when whatever that character is, like flexes his arm and then punches the guy, and, like you see the muscle like it giant, like that was awesome, man. Um I won't play this. It's a PS5 exclusive, which is kind of cool. Um but yeah, I mean, did did that do anything for you? Probably no, not, right? No, yeah.
1: no, 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 no. I I don't need I don't need Tekken in my life. Uh But hey, you know, some people like it, I'm sure.
0: I was I was sitting there being like someone is very excited seeing this right now. Uh and the fact that again, it was a great trailer, like definitely definitely helps. Um next thing here there wasn't a lot that I was like really I thought it was a good showcase, but there wasn't a lot that I was like super like on my feet for, but I was excited to see Project Eve, which was this like, it looked like a um, Platinum Games game, so you know, your Bayonetas, your Nier Automata's, your Metal Gear Revengeance Rising? Unimportant. Um, this is with the, it's like an anime lady and she's got like a blue, uh, like a green reflective outfit. Um, and it looks cool. And so we got another trailer for it. I'm excited because I thought this might have been abandoned uh, just because we haven't seen it for so long. It's coming in 2023, so, like, no specific release date. But um, they have changed the name of it to Stellar Blade. That's um, a stellar title, isn't it? I don't know. We were talking about this before we started recording. Like, I like... I, I If you're going to announce the game with a title and, like, a logo, like... I want to have that be the final title and logo because that's what I'm going to remember. You know what I mean? Like, Stellar Blade is, like, a it's a fine name, and it probably would have been good if that was the first thing that they announced with this. But now I'm just going to be, like, Project Eve. Uh, shit. Uh, Stellar Blade. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's so interesting
1: because, like, when, when we're thinking about, like, games, like, what comes first? Are they – they, is the name one of the last things they think about? I don't know. Like you, you would. Hope I mean, you think not. it was.
0: You think that there was like someone working on that at some point yeah, to be like. And, and like they clearly were pretty far in it, and they're like, "Oh, we got to get a good
1: game for this, a name for this game." Um, but I, yeah, I, I just think it's weird. It's a weird marketing play to do this. I think most marketing people out there. Um, I took one class in college in marketing, so I'm an expert, clearly. <laughs> Um, it sounds like it. And it was in grad school, and it was online only. So <laughs> you know what I mean? um, but it just seems like a confusing message to put out there. Um, it, it's always going to be like, well, this was the pro- it, it Just like keep it the one thing. Keep people excited yes. for it. Let's stick with it. Because to be honest, I, I really had no idea what this was until they had the project thing, and then they switched over, and I was like, oh, yeah, that was a thing.
0: Yeah. It does look, I mean, I don't know. For me, just like flashy combat. The enemies all look really interesting uh, and like unique. Uh, I don't know. I'm very excited for this. Uh, not until 2023. We didn't even get like a really like a release date or anything like that. But um, I am into it. Yeah, uh, we'll see. I mean,
1: uh, again, we were, we were talking before. I If I looked at a near gameplay, I wouldn't be necessarily excited about it until people tell me all the context about it, about why it's cool. Um, yeah, this one looks like it's not. As weird, near's no, not weird. That's like it is
0: weird though. It like, like near is weird. Yeah, like, yeah. Not, it, this definitely doesn't have the style uniqueness the style. of near. Yeah, you, right. Like yeah, I, I know what you're saying, and I think near fans will know what you're saying.
1: um And I, dudes, I love it. Don't get me wrong. I bought the platinum in near Automata. You know what I mean? <laughs> I bought it with money, and I scum saved to get that platinum, and it wasn't because I didn't like the game.
0: You may have bought that platinum using in-game currency, but damn it, Justin, you earned that platinum in your replicant. I earned
1: all that in-game currency.
0: (laughs) No, in your replicant.
1: Oh fuck yeah! That was like sixty hours, wasn't it? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's like uh, actually like your near card. Getting those goddamn black pearls. I still have nightmares about that loop I had to do around that pirate ship.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, Who is this? Uh, uh, Team Ninja, who I confused with I think Ninja Team, Um, because Ninja Team did. Uh, 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 Stranger Paradise and then Team Ninja, they're the Ninja Gaiden people, they're the Neo people, I think or am I wrong? Team... I mean,
1: uh, I, I just, I, I thought a different team was working on Ghost of Tsushima 2.
0: Uh, I don't think that they're that similar. Oh no, Team Ninja did do Str- uh, Stranger Paradise and Ninja Gaiden and Neo. Weird. Um, they're doing a... Uh, 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 Rise of the Ronin, which is an open-world samurai game. Yeah, I, I think, like, yeah, it does kind of look like Ghost of Tsushima, but, like, you've got guns in it. Um, I imagine it's going to be a lot more technical and maybe a little bit more challenging because it is Team Ninja. Um, this is one that I would probably be interested in playing. I just worry about, like, I think Neo was a little too, um... Uh, yeah, I, I think Neo seemed to be, like, fine if you bounced off it. You know what I mean? Whereas, like, something like Ghost of Tsushima obviously is going for a more general appeal. Because Neo, Neo was kind of, like, doing the Dark Souls thing, right? Yeah. Um, so if, if lo- as long as this is, if it's doing something similar but, like, changing the formula up a little bit, then I, I would probably give it a shot. Because I thought the trailer was flashy and cool and um, that sort of stuff.
1: What do you think? I'm- I mean, I literally went from being like, is this an Assassin's Creed game on PlayStation to like only on PlayStation to is this Ghost of Tsushima to are they like having this weird rift world where they got stuck in the Infinity Realm and now they're like doing both at once? To then sure. I was like, oh, OK, this this looks like one of those like Team Ninja games. I, I, I mean, it's fine. Maybe uh, I, I just I don't know if I need this game in
0: my life, but other people probably do. I know what you mean. Here's a game that I do need in my life, and it is another Samurai game, Justin. Um, the trailer for Like a Dragon Ishin started playing, and it was like Sega. And I was like, huh. And they, they said, this is a game that hasn't been released outside of Japan, and it's a, remi- uh, it's a remake built from the ground up. Uh, and I was like, huh, Sega, what could this be? And we were seeing like some stuff. I don't remember what we saw. There was a logo, I think, that I was like, oh, these are the Yakuza people. But I was like, I think all the Yakuza games are out in the U.S. Um, this is a Yakuza spinoff. Uh, I'd never heard of Ishin, but it's like, I'm so into it. <laughs> I don't Wait, know. It's like, a spinoff like, of Yakuza, but like. It's a spinoff game. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Um, and you can like definitely tell, like the main character looks like, uh, is it Kiryu from Yakuza? Like they, they had like a similar face. He just had a bun instead of just like the short hair um so this is also this is coming ps4 and ps5 february 2023 so move over kirby's dreamland remake (laughs) or whatever it was and also (laughs) Octopath traveler 2 and also everything else coming in that window you know um i'm gonna play this i like i guess maybe it really depends on uh, what that window is like i don't know if i'll play it right away because of that but like i am definitely interested in this um what do you think as a yakuza fan that you are
1: uh, I mean, uh, I, I didn't know it was Yakuza until now. I just don't know if this was the the, the tone that I needed. Um, sure. Like, or the game I need uh, to play. Um, yeah. I'd much rather go back and play Lost Judgment. Um, and when's the Like a Dragon sequel RPG coming out?
0: Oh, is that announced? I thought they is were that coming official?
1: out. A, I don't know if it's official. Am I, creating, I have no uh, idea. I'm creating uh, drama here. Sorry, Sega, for ruining your plan that we all know you're going to do. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, it'll be, it, I, there's too much stuff happening in my life in February, plus other games coming out in February that I think I can let it pass unless it's a banger. And you know me, if it's a banger, I'll buy it day one.
0: Well, cause here's what's weird though. Cause obviously, you know, Yakuza eight is called Yakuza like a dragon. And so, uh, Yakuza like a dragon is, has the same title thing as resident evil biohazard, um, where biohazard is the name of the Japanese, is the japanese title for resident evil like a dragon is the japanese title for yakuza um so now this is called like a dragon ishin so it's like i don't know it's it's an interesting like title title i'm interested with how they've named these is what i'm trying to say um but the last big thing here um We saw more God of War Ragnarok. Before we saw it, though, they showed off a limited edition DualSense. It's, like, white and blue, and it's got the two wolves, uh, the two big wolves that chase the sun and the moon, you know, uh, in in Norse mythology uh, printed on the touchpad. This looks looks like a fine enough controller. It's not one that I'm going to buy, I don't think, but um, glad for those people who want it. Um, But they did show this story trailer for God of War Ragnarok, and... Damn, I'm so glad I played that first one because wow, this game looks good as hell. Yeah,
1: it looks awesome. And I think the 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 cool thing about the way this was, um, when they started with the controller thing, it just started off like, what a lame trailer this is gonna I be. Thought like that I've was seen it. this gameplay like, before. And then you see a controller, and I'm like, are they fucking gonna just end it with a controller reveal? <laughs> yeah. Is that what they're really gonna do? And then you get the like the the studios thing pop up and you're like. You get that feeling. Oh, no, they of, got Whoa.
0: it. They got it, yeah. And then
1: just the the quality of it is just, like, astronomically awesome. Um, I'm excited for this. I don't know where it's going to go. I, I, I think uh, it's probably talking a lot of the different themes in, in it about, like, you know, being okay with death. Seem to be insinuating a lot about Atreus trying to protect Kratos when the other game was about Kratos protecting Atreus kind of uh, yeah. situation. So um, I'm interested to see where it goes. And I, I think... Uh, the worst case scenario, it's more God of War 2018.
0: I I will say the combat seemed to be pretty much the same thing as God of War 2018. And while I thought the combat in that game was pretty good, I thought it was the weakest component. And in a way that like, I just didn't think that the combat was as good as that story and as that writing and as that world was. Um, so if it's just more of that, I might be a little like disappointed, but I don't know. The, story was so good that I just don't even really think about it when I think about that game. Uh, I so There was maybe, enough seeds
1: in that initial combat and it was, uh, basic might be the wrong word, but there was enough stuff in that combat that I could foresee you doing some pretty cool things. Like how you used Atreus in that game as like a weapon it was really yeah, cool. Yeah, it was kind of cool. And You could command um, him
0: to do stuff. yeah. And
1: there were ways to like make builds that I felt were a little inconsequential, but like if they really make this stuff more meaningful, the fact that you have different shields... Uh, the fact that you have the moment when uh, he takes the the blades of chaos and like literally like grapple grapples across a a, a chasm yeah. and like does yeah. that I'm like is there gonna be a hook shot in this fucking game like are we gonna be able to use these as a hook shot and if that's the case oh I don't care what you do all you need is a hook shot any game is ten times better in that right Agreed. Halo so Agreed. I mean the, the combat itself might not be that much different in terms of like the button inputs and the weapons mm-hmm. that you use but it looks like the arenas are much more mobile like you're running around That's super a fair, full yes. arena rather than it being like just like a, a enclosed area with waves of enemies coming at you so i think that could change it up a little bit so it's not the same thing but i think mm-hmm. you're right i think that the gameplay like they're not going to reinvent the wheel i mean what, what are you gonna get mjolnir as a as a potential third weapon um by the way when he throws can uh, i
0: say okay okay this is like the thing that like this was the best way they could have possibly end this trailer you got over the shoulder Kratos, he throws the the Leviathan axe at Thor who also throws the uh, Mjolnir and they meet in the middle and it's like, that's a great moment, right? And then they move on to like another like little clip of something else and then the very last thing is both of them recall it at the same time holy shit, like damn! Yeah, Yeah, I mean if you get Mjolnir, that'd be so cool, that'd be so cool I'm sure,
1: sure, I mean you get the electric power so you have fire electric, um, ice, come on man, Yeah. Pokemon, wait I guess water, what's the water weapon? What, what do you make w- real wet and then slap at people?
0: I don't like the way you said that, Justin. And you know that I didn't like the way you said that. You know that, you, that I didn't like the way you said that. It's all squishy <laughs> like in Splatoon. Um, <laughs> I, I, did, I did like there was um, talking about like the things we don't talk about or something like that at the very beginning with Atreus puts his hand on the tree just like Kratos says at the very beginning of 2018, God of War. And then we... Cut to Kratos taking out the—I don't know what those are called—the Chaos Blades. But it's like the—you know—something he wasn't. I don't know. It was—it was a very, very solid trailer that got me very, very, very excited for this game. Do you know who the voice Any, actors yeah.
1: are in that? Um, like some of them were popping up, and I was like, this sounds very familiar. Um, like who they were? Uh,
0: like who in particular?
1: Um, is the God of Who's the God of War? Is that? Tyr? Christopher Judge. Chris. Oh,
0: no. oh, 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 uh Tyr is. Yes, he is the god of war in. Um, in what is that called? Norse mythology. Norse mythology. Yeah. Tyr is Ben Pendergast. Who. Prendergast, that name sounds mad. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, there's some. The,
1: the name just kind of like stuck. The, the voice kind of stuck out a little bit to me. Um,
0: oh, Ben Prendergast, who plays Tyr, is an Australian man. He is. um fuse in apex legends but i don't think he's clearly doing a, that's
1: uh, my touch point with it yeah so. I, I
0: don't think he's doing a, a uh, an australian accent in <laughs> this game um but other than that he's not done a ton um i'm just so excited for this and, and it looked like he was fighting off more valkyries or something like damn come on come on now
1: i'm ready i'm ready for this when does it come out right now it's already out i'm playing it right now it's, it's kind of just around the corner. It's less than,
0: less than two months away. We got this. Yeah. Yeah, we got this. Anything else to say about this showcase, Justin?
1: Um, uh, I, I think if, to me personally, God of War is a thing to talk about from it. The thing that I'll keep coming back to it. Um, yeah. But I don't think I have a need for, for new video games for a while with what's been announced uh, over the past couple of months. There's a lot coming out to end this year, yeah. a lot coming out early next year um video games are cool man
0: yeah uh greed well hey uh that's our little segment here back to the original show
1: oh man man that was a great <laughs> wow good one
0: justin yeah i can't way... believe
1: it god of war came out i beat it already they
0: shadow dropped it i can't believe that I they shadow dropped it was it. only
1: two hours long but you know what it was the best two
0: hours ever it didn't change my a life
1: second longer
0: i can't believe that it turns out that atreus was Abby from The Last of Us Part Two? I know. And did you see? Could
1: you believe that a new Uncharted game is coming out solely for the Nintendo Switch?
0: And that's the thing, right? You think like, hey, it's going to launch like you know on PlayStation stuff and Nintendo Switch, but come on. And come I on. never
1: would have expected Call of Duty to only be on the Switch. That it's not even on Xbox anymore.
0: Well, it was it was cool that like Jim that uh, you know they had the the showcase and you mm-hmm. have Jim Ryan holding Phil Spencer in his arms, crying, the two of them. Yeah. C- it, the two of them. I couldn't believe that they were both crying, first of all. But then, you know, you've got Phil Spencer being like, you know what, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for all of this. And Jim Ryan goes, I'm sorry, too. You know, we shouldn't fight like this. What if what if, what if if we decide that no one gets it? It, wasn't really, it was really weird, though, that, that look look at Phil the camera Spencer and they was said, kind of in the fetal
1: position, being held,
0: and he was being it, rocked. You know, like, you say weird, I say brave. I say powerful. It was, you know what? It was. Justin, I you know maybe this is a controversial take i'm okay with seeing the leader of a company cry all right i'm i'm happy with it i want to see that that compassion that power true right yeah yeah it's not it's not weakness to cry no not at all strength it's strength into a friend's arm or i guess into a former combatant's arm in this case of jim ryan and phil spencer
1: yeah, and um, the shadow yeah. drop of Blessing's height as six eight was also just shocking. I w- I did
0: not know that they would
1: be listening so hard too.
0: It was one of those things where it's like, wow, six eight, like you're actually really tall, man. Yeah. Like, I mean, um, yeah, backwards. yeah. But so that was yeah, two great showcases back to back. Can't re- I really can't believe about you know the Uncharted Switch thing and everything else. It but it um, seems like an
1: accident that that it wasn't an accident that these came out in the
0: same day. Yeah, it almost seems like no one talked to each other. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, (laughs) uh, (laughs) although they did not to make light of this i guess but they did um announce (laughs) the nintendo uk um, is not going to be live streaming its presentation out of respect for the recently deceased queen but um they're just going to post it on youtube so I, don't really I know I, what the difference in respect there is. Well, that is—it is actually really fascinating.
1: Like how is that? Is it, that something? It's like a. a this is going to cost the UK like billions of dollars. Like Her they death? basically have a several uh, like day shutdown of the country. Like as all all of like the ceremony stuff is going on, um, mm. and like the it, it it is just really fascinating. Um, just so if they're that. looking
0: for a few billion dollars, uh, I have seen the elaborate <laughs> crowns and um chairs that these these people sit in. I would start there. UK. You know, but that's we should get just Paddington me. on this. He should he should do something. He My knows man the right thing. Paddington people. can fix this. Yeah. Yeah. Um Justin, uh what else have you been playing this week? Anything really?
1: Uh, um I I've been loosely going through Xenoblade 3 um and trying to just clean things up. I I the post-game content, I I think I mentioned this last week. It's just not enough to mm-hmm. justify continuing to go um yeah and i mean it's really about like right now like getting the best build and being able to defeat legendaries as quickly as possible sure but i think there could have been a way to get some of this stuff in the main story a little bit better (laughs) in Mm -hmm. in a way that actually kind of worked like it was fun getting the two queens uh was that a spoiler
0: No, we talked about this last week. Okay,
1: It it was fun getting the new heroes at the end of the game, like once you beat it, which is just kind of a a nice little thing. And then they add some more story context in there. But then once you do that, it's kind of like, okay. uh, And I felt like it just ended and I didn't want it to end. And there's not enough to keep me going at this point. Not even like a -a collect-a-thon that I want to do. I don't want to hack souls or whatever. That's not fun.
0: So are you sticking um, with it, you think? Or are you moving on to Splatoon? Uh... I mean, I've been moving on to
1: Splatoon since Splatoon came out. Xenoblade has not been turned on purposely. Um, so yeah, I think, I think I am about ready to delete it.
0: It makes sense. Uh, I'm still making my way through last of us part one. Um, I think that game, like I, I was sort of mixed on it last week. I think I'm pretty positive on it now. Uh, after going back and trying out some of last of us remastered, um, because not only does it just look just stunning, but Last of Us Remastered, I mean, it's very clear that they remade that game from scratch. Um, Last of Us Part 1, I mean, because it just feels so different to actually play. Um, it, it feels so, like, intuitive and and intentional, whereas I think Last of Us Remastered feels a little floaty and flighty now. Um, so, you know, not a bad game to play and, and still 100% playable and would absolutely recommend it. But I think if you're looking for a really nice companion for Last of Us Part 2, like, Last of Us part one is definitely the one to go for uh, over remastered, but it is also $70. But
1: I think part of that just has to go with the fact that the last of us is a PS3 game.
0: Exactly. Like, that's the thing. Like this is not, well, I might've thought it was a, 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 you know, a PS3 game with a new coat of paint. Like it it definitely is not with the way they rebuilt. it. Yeah.
1: And I think that that is just one of the things that shows you how far ahead the last of us was when it came out more so than anything that it's still playable and it's a debate about whether it needs to have like this new thing like uh i mean a great game i, I the more i think about it i mean you posted yourself uh, a video of doing like three crunchy headshots right in a row three each other. right in a row like it was and it was so, it was so just intentional with how you did it too it wasn't even like a like a trigger thing it was just like a slow pan boom 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 yeah felt like john wick over there um and like, you know, the, the more I see it, the more I'm like, I really could probably play this game again. It is that kind of game. It is one of the few games I feel like I could and do want to play over and over again.
0: And I'm playing it for work, too. Just like doing a chapter of guides at a time. And it's the kind of thing where like as soon as I'm done with it, I'm like, gosh, I want to play more. Yeah. like I just, I just want to play it, like play more. But um, that's what's part one. Pick it up if you want <laughs> it's one of those things that like it's not a must play because like the you know of all of the other context surrounding it but it is like if you are a last of us fan play this if you have the cash and are interested play this um but there you go also i finished immortality i think (laughs) i was i was very hot on this uh last week and then i played it for one more sitting and then i got credits and i was like what i got an achievement being like you found her this is uh, you found what happened to marissa marcel and i was like did i (laughs) And then it was over.
1: Hmm. Okay.
0: Um, Um, I think this is one of those things that, like, it really... uh, I I have hardly dipped into this game in terms of the amount of footage in there. But it's the sort of thing where, like, it's so dependent on the things you find that you can have a vastly different experience with this than, uh, like, one person to another. So... I finished it. I would think I want to go back, but it's also the thing where it's like, if that was the ending, if that's what it was leading to, then like, maybe I don't know. I don't know.
1: Is there any way to see how much you've done or how much of the videos you've seen or any kind of progress meter?
0: No. Cause like I said, like the progress isn't linear. You know what I mean? Like I got yeah. to the ending based on just randomly clicking on stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's also like i haven't had the like time to like devote to it because um, of everything but i i'm going to give it another shot before you know i, I forget about it entirely but uh, i was a little disappointed because i was so hot on it so like interested in like putting it all together and then it was like you did it and i was like what did i, I didn't i don't know what happened <laughs> to her uh better or worse than 12 minutes better I, anything is better than 12 minutes um, and at least with this game, I was like, I don't know, like it just ended abruptly in a way that I was like, huh? You know. yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go, immortality. Hey, thanks so much for listening to our show, dear listener. I just want to give you a quick reminder here to join us on Discord. The link to that's in the description of this episode. Um, join us on uh, support us on Patreon if you're interested. That's patreon.com/hitboxpod. Be one dollar podcast producer get your name in the show uh be a three dollar deluxe podcast producer get your name in the show and get exclusive patreon only exclusive bonus content every single week like dave parker and jay null if you can't do that totally cool go ahead and just uh rate us on your the podcast player you're listening to this on follow us on twitter at hitbox pod uh subscribe to us on youtube you know splat that subscribe button um, go ahead, just search "hitbox" into the YouTube, uh, search bar and you'll find us. You'll find Justin in his, um, nice little room is, I was going to say something about Archie being behind you, but I don't see him. No, he, <laughs> we, I clapped
1: and then he left and then
0: he has Oh, that's right back. at the beginning for a second. Yeah, I think he's actually
1: packing up his stuff to move out. After oh that. no. Yeah. Is he coming
0: with me? Is he moving in I with mean, me now? He
1: could be. I care for what you wish for. I don't, I, we, we can't have pets here. Uh, well, he's not a pet. He's a family member first of all. Wow. Excuse me. I have um, truly shown my ass here. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I mean, do do pets wear diapers? <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's, a, it's an interesting philosophical question, isn't it, Justin? Uh, and by the way, we can have pets here. I just I can't because I don't pay the pet fee. Ah, Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. it's like two hundred dollars a month. It's insane. Oof. Um, yeah, it's pricey. And, do- and, it's like- and, and pets are pricey. And in dog dollars, like, that's so much. I know. Think of all the begging that dog would have to do to make that money. It's just crazy to me because it's like, hey, the dog doesn't have a job. Like, what like, do you want me to do? Like, how do you want me to get it. that money? That's a lot.
1: I mean, the yeah. average starting salary of a dog is, like, two bones. So, like.
0: That's kind of cute. I like what you did there. Yeah, you know But um, thanks so much for listening. We do truly appreciate it. Uh, We will catch you next week bringing more video game news. Always remember, old games are old. Goodbye. Bye.